Christ, you people suck. Wow. Wolverine on it. This is episode 659 for July 12th, 2021. And on the show this week, we got the Wombat. Yep. We got Drew. Here. And we got Anthony. Oh, I shut himself asleep, apparently. Oh! <laughs> we woke him up! Well, uh, party! Zoned out of it, boys. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll let you get back to your nap. But do you want to talk about video games so you can so you can take a nap? Uh, sure. Um, finished Famicom Detective Club. Obviously, uh, there's two parts. I finished one of them. Um, man, the story is amazing for a game that came out in 1988, 89. The gameplay, however, is a game, uh, specifically a visual novel from 1988, 1989. It is, yeah. The biggest issue I have is that conversations with other characters go something like this. Tell me about the car. And then they give a line of dialogue. And then you have to ask about the car again to get more dialogue on the car. Now, my assumption, based on just knowing how old uh, uh, discs had to be read, I'm wondering if that's because it was a disc system game and it was loading the dialogue. Um, because otherwise, I can't figure out why you would have to do that. That's probably a fair assumption. Yeah, but the story is fantastic. By far one of the best I've played in a uh, visual novel. And Something, boss. Man, I, I... It's so good because, I mean, I've, I've kind of outed myself multiple times that I try to figure out what, what's happening. Instead of just letting the plot take me there, um, so if I ever guess it right, I'm like, ah, oh, this sucks, <laughs> right? Um, and this game, this game did it so well that I went, ah, shit, I should have thought about that. But like the way that it it loops together, Fuck, man, it, it was so good. And the ending sequence is actually terrifying in a way that I wasn't expecting. 
Uh, very well done. Uh, it's kind of odd because I think they've... So I played the originally the second game because they released a game and then they released a prequel. Um, and I played the prequel first, but I want to say that they are selling it in a way that this is the game, the prequel is what you actually play first this time. So it's the first game because it leads into the second game better, which would have been the first game. It's very odd. Um, they've said the, one of the team members that worked on it said that they hope to get, like, they hope they can do more. And as long as they fix certain elements that we've moved away from in visual novels, I would love to play more because the writing is fantastic. And I went back because there's a sequence. I won't tell where it is because I have played both games. I just only finished one of them. Um, there's a moment where I'm having a conversation with someone and it's a very generic sort of visual novel look like the person's face in front of me and all the dialogue options on the side and they're talking. And as they were talking, someone peeked out from behind the wall and was listening in and I could see it. And then I could bring it up after they were done talking. And I went, that was done so creepily. I wonder if it's in the original versions. And sure enough, on the Super Famicom and the Famicom disc system, because this game got remade uh, in the 90s, it's it's there. Like, they did this... Like, all these, all these things that I wouldn't have expected for the time, and I know it's 89, 88, 89, but things that even... Uh, Ace Attorney doesn't do, which is probably a, the first visual novel I played. They were doing it back then, so it's just it's really well done. It's just unfortunate that the gameplay kind of sucks. So it's really hard to kind of be like, well, play the game, because the game is the worst part of this. But I mean, it's, it's old. It, and that's just it. Like I think they're so truthful to the original um source that it's both a benefit to the original like it shows off how good the original was and unfortunately shows how far we've come to um other than that uh i've uh went back to super mario odyssey and man that's just a good game i don't know what else to add i've i'm just cleaning up moons now going uh location by location to get more Get more moons. There's only like three thousand in that game. Yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I'm at four hundred something. Yeah, I forget what the official number is. Like, isn't it like eight seven hundred something? Yeah, I think it's seven hundred before you have to start buying moons to cap it out at nine hundred and ninety nine. So ridiculous. Which I don't care about at that point. Um. Also, one thing, I I, I did buy Bow and Wonderworld because on Steam sale. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it runs well for a game that said it wouldn't run on my PC. I was like, ah, fuck it, let's give it a shot. And uh, clearly, Can You Run It was just trying to keep me away from it. Uh, the the game plays better than the demo ha- uh, showed off. Holy shit. That demo probably did more damage to that game. <laughs> 
What, 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 the actual game it's so itself. Bad. Sorry? What made it so bad? Yeah, it was so slow. They well, sped didn't, you up play the the demo, didn't you play the demo on the Switch? Maybe? Yeah, and I touched a bit of it on the Xbox, but... Okay, the, yeah, I know the, the Switch version's, like, really, really bad. The Switch version was terrible, yeah, that was that was brutal. Like, I don't get sick looking at the backgrounds like I did in the Switch version. And now that might have been fixed between the demo. Um, the reason why I picked it up, though, was uh, there's a YouTuber, his name is Austin Eruption, and he did a video on it, and he platinumed that game kind of, like... At first, he joked about it, and then he says, and then it, then I did it, and, man, it, it feels like Yuji Naka, like, lost his mind while making this game, because I, uh, seeing what he sh- showed off in his video, um, man, there's, like, these huge platforming sections that you don't get to do until you finish the game, and then when you get to do them, they're huge, and really well done there's a secret hard mode that you get by killing 10 enemies in a row without taking damage and as soon as you take a hit you are out of hard mode again like all this weird stuff that like i there's something fascinating about that weird game that i'm like yeah 20 dollars is as high as i'm willing to pay for it um because I still want like fifty bucks for it uh, on on disc. It went down f- for a sale for to like thirty five, and I went absolutely not. Um, like, did you know, Ken, that uh, there are secret areas where you can see people like lounging about, mm-hmm. like the characters from yeah. the stages that disappear? Yeah, it's it's there's some creepy shit in that game. Yeah, it's just like yeah, you it's like you're backstage and when they see you they disappear. But not in the same way that they disappear when you're going through the stages and stuff. And I went, what this game seems to be a fever dream and I just want to take part in it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty and much like, what it is. And honestly like playing on the PC and not the Switch cuz that's where I did spend more time. I was like, yeah, this is pretty decent for the problem is, is that they wanted full price for this. I think more than anything, like, if this had come out as an experimental little game, I think people would have been less harsh. They'd still be harsh. It's the internet. But uh, I, I mean, that demo should not have come out, though. That That's the biggest fault. That demo was so bad. Oh, so, mm. yeah, that's where I spent my time. Mostly Mario Odyssey after uh, finishing. Um, Famicom Detective Clubs. All right. <clears throat> well, I'll move on to Drew. Okay. Well, I can finally talk about the game that I reviewed. Uh, I've had it for a couple of weeks, uh, which is Monster Hunter Stories 2. The Rings, Wings of Ruin. I'd never played the first one. Um, in fact... I'm going to be real honest with you. I didn't even know the first one existed until I saw this announcement. Was that on 3DS? It was on 3DS. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, okay, um, I'll give it a shot. And I watched uh, some gameplay videos of it and stuff like that. There was a lot of promotion about this game. Like, Capcom's pushing it pretty hard. Um, but yeah, uh, it is a turn-based role-playing game. Um, 
It is a combination of a few things. I put it in my tagline. It is a combination of Monster Hunter, Pokemon, a little bit of Monster Rancher, oh. <laughs> which is what to say. Yeah. Can you, can you put CDs in? No, no. Damn. Uh, and, and Persona. Uh, it, it feels a little bit like a combo of all that. Because while it's a turn-based role-playing game, it is really reliant on the rock-paper-scissors format. And there are only really three that you can choose from. Strong, technical, and speed attacks. Strong beats technical, technical beats speed, speed beats power. Um, and that's the primary hook to the, the battles. So you once you fight a monster, let's say a Anjanath, the Anjanath's usually going to go with a power attack, so you need to go ahead and just start doing speed attacks. Now, um, there's more nuance to it. So not only are you doing the rock, paper, scissors thing, um, they throw in a lot of Monster Hunter stuff in there. So uh, anybody who's ever played Monster Hunter before knows that, like, oh, if you're attacking, you can choose where to attack the monster, the head, the tail, the body, that kind of thing. And if you go for the head, it's better to use a blunt-type weapon. So you can switch weapons in the middle of combat, um, and you like you don't lose a turn or anything like that. You just switch weapons. So they have six weapons in all. Uh, they have the slashing-type weapons, which are the great sword and the sword and shield. You have the blunt weapons, which are the hunting horn and the hammer. And then you have the pierce weapons, which are the, the bow and arrow and the gun lance. And uh, depending on the situation, depending on the part that you're attacking the monster at, uh, you can do more damage based on, you know, what weapon you're using. On top of that, each weapon, just like in Monster Hunter, plays differently. So the greatsword, you have skills that you you first have to use a, a skill to use a, no, a more powerful skill. So it's basically like you're charging up a combo meter. Same way goes with the uh, the gun lance. The gun lance uses ammo. Uh, every time you win a clash with a monster, so if you beat them, if they use a power attack and you use a speed attack, you win, you get more ammo for your gun lance. So it depends on the type of weapon that you're using. Uh, there's a full crafting system in this game. So every time you beat a monster, you get the materials from it. You can go back to town, craft new weapons and armor, um, and each have like weaknesses and strengths and different types of it's it's definitely like you know fire type water type electric type so it has that pokemon fill in it too on top of the fact that you now fight alongside with other monsters so you play as a rider in this game and instead of hunting monsters you befriend the monsters and you can raise them up and train them uh by going to monster dens so while you're going around the overworld there are dens everywhere and you can go into a den, find a monster nest, and get eggs. You take the eggs back to town, hatch the egg. Now you have a monster that you can raise and train to fight alongside you. Uh, and then the persona stuff comes in by you can fuse monsters together to bring certain abilities from a monster that you don't need over to a monster that you do want to use. I thought you were so going to say that it was persona as in like, the monsters are hanging out at school having chit-chats. No, no, not, nothing like that. Um, but this is definitely a a, a story-driven game. It's very focused on that. There's a lot of cutscenes. The cutscenes are really nice. Uh, 
Um, it's it's a really really fun game. There's there's a few issues with it. The, the first one being that once you get the combat down, it gets a little monotonous. Turn based role playing games always kind of fall into that uh, because there's just not much variant that comes along. Sure, when you when you meet a new monster that you haven't fought before, you know nothing about it. You don't know what kind of attacks it has. You don't know what type it is. You don't know anything like that. So you once you fight it, it kind of updates your monsterpedia where you can go back and look and see what kind of monster it is, what the element is, all that stuff. Um, but there is a really nice mechanic in the game where you can speed up the combat up to three times the speed so you can kind of rush through it. Later on, you can run into it. It plays. It feels like uh, Earthbound when you run into a monster that you're just so high level you can just beat it instantly. You can just press a button and say, "Just finish this battle." So they 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 try to remedy the monotony a little bit, uh, but it still sets in to the point where I'm like, mm, "I'm just going to avoid these monsters instead of just you know running up to them and fighting them." Um. But the the min maxing of not only the the weapons that you're crafting, but also the skills that your monsters have by combining monsters together, it's it's a RPG player's dream. There's so many options there. Uh, there is also a co-op mode. Um, uh, you cannot progress the story in the co-op mode, but you can go online with other people and do expedition quests, which is basically just one of the, one of the, the map and, and finish a quest that gets you some materials. Everything that you earn there, you can bring, you bring back into your game. Um, and it's, it's a long game. Like it's, it's legit. This is, this is a pretty high production game, uh, that I think a lot of people would enjoy. Um, the, the only technical issue is I'm playing on the switch. It's also on the PC as well. Uh, is it on the PC now or is it coming? Yes. To the PC? No, it, it, it released the same day on huh. PC. Okay. I thought it was coming later. No, no, that's, that's rise. Monster Hunter rise is coming to PC later. I think in early 2022. Gotcha. But, um, the switch version, uh, when you play in handheld mode, it is totally fine. You put that sucker in docked mode, and you're going to see some dicey frame rates. It must change it's, the resolution when it goes up there. It does. It, it it ups the resolution, and when you're running around that overworld, it looks kind of rough sometimes. It really does. Doesn't shock me. Switch is, uh, yeah. Yeah. But the good thing is, if you get that new Switch... Wait, save it for the news. Save it for the news. It's going to do the exact same thing because it's yeah. nothing. God damn right. it. Save so it for the news. Joke. Um, so I looked it up, Drew, because I was I was curious. Uh, the original Monster Hunter stories has an anime adaptation. Yeah. So you can does. watch it if you wanted to. I, th- I think it's more for kids. But sure. um, it also is on uh, Android and iOS. <laughs> the game? <clears throat> the first one, yeah. Oh wow, okay. I mean, it makes sense in Japan. Phones are king. Yeah, I just didn't even realize that. I I knew about the anime because I think the anime came out like the year after, and people were talking about it. But uh, 
all I remember from the first game is that's where all the amiibos came out. And I think they may have been Japan only. I swear to God, I thought you were going to say amoebas, and I was confused. Remember amiibos? What? Do you remember amiibos? I do. They made new amiibos for um, Monster Hunter, I think. Right? For Rise? Yeah. 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 Or no, for stories. And this game, yeah. Yeah. New amiibos. Okay. Yeah, they're yeah. still they're it, still the, making them. Um, the the whatever the big winged monster that you ride, uh, probably a Rathalos. It, that's probably what it is. Yeah. yeah, it looks different than the normal Rathalos I'm used to. But yeah, this one is a a flightless Rathalos. There's an oh. amiibo for Skyward Sword for fast travel. Remember? That's right. I, how yeah. could I forget that? Oh yeah, yeah, I'm not playing that game. And then they're making amiibos for Metroid Dread too. I think. Yep, they are. They've already showed them. I mean, they're amiibos reprinting. are yeah, they're reprinting like the Ridley one. I mean, the Ridley one was was rad. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, they had a bunch of amiibos for um, I shouldn't say a bunch. They had several amiibos for um, uh, Monster Hunter Rise as well. Yep. They had um, uh, they had a Palamute amiibo. They had a Palico amiibo. They had um. Some other monster, whatever the monster that's on the cover of that game. So uh, the Magnamalo. Yeah, they had a. I mean, you're not even speaking a... English. I don't <laughs> understand your words. I I I know the flag flagpole monster for Monster Hunter Rise. <laughs> I have fought it a million times. Yeah. I uh I didn't know they made them for Rise. Yeah, I mean they've seemed to make them for every big Nintendo like pushed game. Gotcha. Yep. Well, this is definitely one of them. Monster Hunter Stories 2 is a legit pretty good game. Um, I reviewed it. The, it. Like I said, the the gameplay loop is decent, um, but sometimes that combat just lasts a little bit too long. Um, and then, you know, obviously I wanted to play this on my TV, and that frame rate gets rough at times. Like, it's 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 real rough. Sometimes, but uh, other than that, it's it's actually a really solid game. Turn-based RPG players will probably have a lot of fun with this game. And if you're a Monster Hunter fan, you know a lot more about this game than what you think, because you know the first time I ran into an Anjanath, I knew exactly what to do. When he got pissed off, I hit him in the head with a hammer, and you can cut his tail off. And it's like you know, it was like okay, I get. It's got enough Monster Hunter in it to for the veteran like me to understand I know what I need to do in this situation. It's just, it's turn-based. So, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. My review will be up uh, this week. Other than that, I played some Yakuza 2, Kiwami. <clears throat> uh, once again, that game, I don't know how Matt feels about it, but that game plays way, way better than any game I've played of Yakuza. I, I, it, they have finally made the engine where it doesn't feel like a, a stiff wreck. So, so remind me again because I thought now that I now that I have an Xbox, I thought about maybe trying to play some of the Yakuza games. Okay, remind me again where I'm supposed to start. Okay. What are you supposed to start with? 
if you if you want to go via the story, yes. you start with Yakuza Zero, and okay. you go from there. And well, what's after Yakuza Zero? Kiwami. Kiwami. Uh, yeah, Kiwami, which is a remake of the first game. Okay, so it goes Zero, Kiwami, Kiwami Two, and then Three. Three, four, five, six. Yep. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I thought about um, I thought about trying to maybe play those again. I tried to play them. Um, Gosh, forever ago. Whenever the first Yakuza game that came out over here came out, uh, I don't one? even remember. Yeah, oh, is that the PS2? first one come out over here? Yeah, the, yeah, the first. Yeah. PS2. yeah, whichever one it was, it was on PS2, and uh, I couldn't get into it. But um, it's I still hard now. To the first one's still hard to get into. Zero uh, is amazing, though. Zero is gonna. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll give Zero a shot and see if um, if I like it. it I, help. I played oh, the first sorry. one because someone told me it was um, like Grand Theft Auto in Japan. That's what everybody told us. That's, everybody. I was yeah. just about to say, that was my issue with it. I'm like, this is not like Grand Theft Auto it's at all. As soon, like you approach Auto. It, yeah, as soon as you approach it as an RPG, it makes a lot more sense. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so that's... I'll, I'll give... Um, I've been meaning to go back and give it another shot and like I mentioned before, even though I've had an Xbox in my house for years, I haven't played. I haven't been the one playing it, so I haven't I, ah, lost my headset. Uh, I've missed out on a lot of Xbox games over the years. So my my plan now that I've got the Series X is to go back and play games that I could have been playing on my Xbox for the last year, year and a half or two. Um, like Ori, I need to go back and play the Ori games as well because I never played those. Oh, they're so good. But if you're going to play yeah. a zero, you better carve out about 35 hours. That's a minimum. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, I know. Again, <laughs> that's, that's the other challenge is I feel like I'm so far behind that it's hard to even start. Knowing Ryan, he's going to end up at the batting cages. Oh, God. <clears throat> yeah. I'll spend a whole bunch of time at the batting cages if that's an option. Yeah, there's a, the, yeah, you go there multiple times. Yep. Yeah, and I played some Yakuza 2 Kiwami, or Yakuza Kiwami 2, I think is how you say it. Yeah, but that's anyway. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, playing that, we, we we delayed it a week. Uh, there was a lot going on last week, and we just didn't record. So we're going to start that next week. Uh, and I jumped, so because I don't, I'm already caught up on Yakuza, I don't, have, I don't know what else to, to play in my free time. I jumped back into Diablo 3 on Xbox because I didn't get all the achievements for it. Oh, jeez. So I've got all the achievements on the PC version. I've got all the trophies on the PlayStation version. I'm going to get all the achievements on the three or not 360, the Xbox version. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's that, how you know that you love a game. That, you know, I own it on so many platforms. I just don't own it on Switch. That's it. I actually own it on Switch. I think I've played it twice. It's, it's fine. An game. It's fine it's on Switch. Game. Yeah, it's fine. You know they've you know they've changed it, right? Changed what? Have you, have you heard that the biggest change they did? The, the last update they did, you can now equip your followers like the Templar mm-hmm. with full armor. Ooh, can, fancy! Instead of just giving them a, a a a you know a character thing and then a weapon, no, you can now give them helmet. Chess piece, everything. I mean, I like Diablo three, but I think I've, I think the three to four hundred hours I put into it, I'm done. 
I, I really yeah. have no desire to go back to it. I kind of am, but there's like three achievements that I need to get to get the thousand points. I just don't care. And I'm just like, I can do this. I just got to get, I got to get, I'm working on a character right now in hardcore mode. You got to get a a hardcore character to level 70, which I'm already at like level 50. And there's a couple of ones like do do 500 bounties. Easy. I can do that. That just takes a little bit of time. I don't have time to play Diablo 3 when I'm spending all my time playing Overwatch and ignoring the rest of my backlog. Exactly. So I mean, <laughs> I have I have replaced a Blizzard game with another Blizzard game. So, fucking Blizzard. I, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm kind of done with Overwatch. Oh, yeah, that's cool. That's, that's I how I feel think... about Diablo. Yeah, I just I just don't want to play it anymore. I just I don't know. Like I, I can't bring myself to play it anymore. I wish I, just... I wish I could do that because then I could go work on my backlog. But like every time I sit down to game, I'm like, okay, I'm probably gonna play for like an hour. I could play like some Greedfall. I could, you know, go back to play some Judgment. I could go back to Yakuza, and then I hop into some matches, and that's what I do. Yeah. Is uh is Judgment connected to the Yakuza series? Series? Mm, uh, it's just made by the same people. It's okay. in the same universe, but I don't think it is. There's connected a couple to... Easter eggs in there, but. Okay, but yeah. it's not. It's not a story. The story's not connected. No, no. In fact, okay. it takes place like later. I think it takes place later, but in the same town. Yeah, it's it's in Kamarocho. So yeah, gotcha. Uh, anything else, Drew? I not that I can think of. Uh, just a lot of Monster Hunter stories too, um, and playing Diablo and and Yakuza. That's about it. Diablo. All right, uh, Wombat. All right. Um. So I've been um. I haven't had a chance to play much of anything this week. It's been a really crazy week. Um, but I did, I played a little bit more MLB the show 21. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, the more I play it, the more I think I like 20 better. Um, I, I can't really explain that comment. Um, other than to say, I just feel like most, most everything in the game, I feel like, was better in the last one. So, um, I don't know. I, you know, I'll keep playing it cause it's MLB's show, but, um, I, uh, I wish that if they were going to branch out and, and release this on other platforms, I wish they would have done it last year. Cause last year's game was a much better, uh, it would have been a much better, I think, first experience for a lot of people. But then again, Xbox players haven't had a baseball game in God knows how long, so they don't care. Yeah, (laughs) so they don't care, and they don't have a baseline. So, um, but um, anyway, uh, I've been, I played, um, what else did I play? I played uh, a little bit of MechWarrior 5, and I can't really get into it. I have loved MechWarrior games in the past, but not. I just can't get into this one. So... Um, I don't know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll give it another try down the line, but I, I'm not, I'm not enjoying it so far. Um, played some, um, NBA 2K21, um, uh, not much, just a little bit. Um, and then I played a decent amount more of, um, uh, Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance, uh, I was telling Ken before the show started that 
the more I play of the game, the more disappointed I get. Um, not because it keeps getting worse, but because so many of the other things around the gameplay in this game are so good. Um, I really want to like this game, not just because I'm so invested in the characters and uh, the the setting, uh, but because like the environments are awesome. They look fantastic. the The writing is good. The characters uh, are in line with their um, compa- uh, their their uh, uh, what do you call it? The characterization matches the books. Um, so it's there, there's so many pieces of this game that I want to like, uh, but man, it just does not play well. It just doesn't. Um, and you know maybe there's a chance that they fix it, uh, and that would be awesome. But man, it just it sucks when you're getting ganged up on by a whole bunch of monsters, and you start an attack, and it's just like you got no idea where you're going to end up. Um, so you start an attack combo and it's just as likely that you're going to end up, you know, five feet away from everybody still spinning in the air and swinging your swords around, not hitting anybody, um, as you are actually damaging a monster. So, um, it, it, Dritz has a power in the game where he's got knives like spinning around him. Um, it's the most useful power that's ever existed in any video game ever, because it's the only way you can guarantee you're going to hit the people around you. Um, it's, so it's just, it's frustrating because I really want this game to be good. And so many of the other pieces are, are really good. Um, visually it looks awesome. The characters look great. The monsters look great. The environments look great. Um, it just, it plays terrible. Um, I shouldn't say terrible. It, it's, um, it, it's frustrating to play. That's the way I'll put it. Um, it also does not scale well for being a solo player. Um, especially some of the boss encounters you can tell were built, uh, for four player co-op and they're not scaled if you're playing by yourself. So, um, it, it, um, you end up getting attacked from a whole bunch of different directions that you can't see that if you had multiple people playing with you they could be you know taking care of different enemies but by yourself um there's no good method for um you know you it it would almost be like you would almost want to do kind of what you can do in a in a good mmo where you can um you can draw aggro off a couple enemies at once and take care of them and then uh you know manage your um uh manage your threats but you can't at least with dritz and i haven't really played the other characters yet because um you only level one character at a time so none of your levels or anything like that carry over if you start a new character um and so I haven't played anybody else yet, but at least with Dritz, he doesn't have um, the 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 power he's got with the knives spinning around him is a pretty good crowd control power, but it also requires you to be pretty close. Um, and so you, um, uh, I don't know, it just it's it's not balanced well. Um, so if if you're thinking about playing it by yourself, just be warned that it's not it's clearly not really meant for that. So. So um, that's a little frustrating, too, because I, I soloed 
the original Dark, Dark Alliance games, and um, I played them obviously co-op as well online. But um, in addition, I soloed them, and they they were for perfectly fine to play solo. Diablo as well. Diablo you can play solo easily, um, and this game just doesn't it doesn't do that well enough. So overall, it's frustrating, uh, but. I'm still going to keep playing it because it's just an opportunity for me to experience another story in this universe. And um, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm treating it as a free-to-play Dritz game, and that's enough for me. <laughs> um, There's a couple of things yeah. I want to mention with that. Uh, I believe the the word you're looking for, Ryan, was crowd control abilities is what you're you're looking for. Yes, yeah. And on top of that, I did watch... One of my old roommates went over to one of my old roommates' place this weekend and watched him play some of that and said, "Man, that looks fucking boring." I know, it's uh, like... Yeah, it's it's very repetitive, and the, I mean the loot's not great. It's okay. Um, it's not great. Um, yeah, it's it's not. Um, I don't know. It's it's like they tried to combine the old Dark Alliance games, which were much more Diablo-like. Um, they try to combine it with like a character action game. Um, and so you've got your characters out there flipping around and doing combos like they're Dante from Devil May Cry, uh, in the middle of a Diablo game. And it just, I don't know, the, 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 um, it doesn't line up as well as I'm sure they hoped. Um, and it's disappointing because again, it's, you know, it's, um, it's, they nailed the setting. They nailed the characters. It's written um, uh, by the same guy that wrote the books. Um, so it's there, it's just got so much going for it um, that it's it's disappointing they didn't really stick the landing. You know who they should have got to make it? Who? The guys that made Darksiders 2. Yeah, they absolutely should have. That would have been a much better, much better game. Why not, um, um, why not maybe Snowblind? Snowblind doesn't yeah. exist anymore, do they? I thought they did. Did they get shut down? I don't. I don't think they necessarily maybe got shut down, but I don't think it's the same team. What maybe really, uh, what really would have been helpful here is you can't make a game about the companions unless you're going to make it co-op, um, just because of the nature of the story. Um, I mean, you could make a solo Dritz game, but it would be. Um, if you were going to include the rest of the companions, you you pretty much have to make it a, a group, a co-op game. Um, but the um, uh, you there should have been a there should have been a better balance, and I do can't agree with you that um, I think a, a, a game more like Darksiders two would have probably fit it a little better, and you just add co-op to that style of game. Um, and then the other thing is I do kind of wish, and it, I'm, I'm probably asking for too much here based on what we ended up getting, but it would have been nice to have AI controlled, uh, companions as well. Um, and the way they program, the way they program the enemies, I would hate to see the AI. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Kidding. The challenge, um, is <laughs> uh, it just, I don't know. It, um, there's a disconnect because, um, in a lot of the menu dialogue, it makes it clear that um, these are battles that the companions are fighting together, um, which makes sense based on the books. Um, but then you get into the actual level and it's just the character you're controlling. Um, I mean, even if they would have had, because there are times in the books where they 
um, they split up and Dritz will scout and, you know, the other, uh, the other characters will do different things. Even if they had done, you know, different moments within the level, if you're playing solo where uh, one of the other characters, you know, just pops in and you see him hitting or killing some people in the background or something, it would have been um, a step up of what we got. But again, if I just consider it a free to play game, um, cause that's what it was to me. I didn't pay a dollar for it. Um, then uh, I can, I can get enough enjoyment out of it to sate me for now. I think it's, it I was, think... it was funny though, because my, um, my, uh, my son was watching me play it and he was asking me questions and then he sees me fighting or whatever. And he goes, Hey, wait a minute. Don't you have a Funko pop of that guy upstairs? And I say, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> I think it's I think it's very hilarious and telling that you name drop the one character, but everybody else, the other three companions are just the other players. Well, I'm not playing as them right now. So it's it, But it's, it's I, I feel like nobody ever mentions like nobody ever mentions their names. Well, well the books. Dritz the is books. the main character of the books. Yeah. Uh, and the the books are called The Legend of Dritz. So it's like um they the the stories center around him generally um and anytime there's really solo things happening um 90 of the time they're happening around dreads now there are some times where you later in the books where you you follow wolfgar solo and you follow caddy Bree solo in a, in a couple of the books um for parts of a couple of the books i should say uh but i mean dreads is the main character um so and he's the only one that most people recognize if they haven't read the books. All right, Caddy Bree is like the most fantasy ass fantasy name in the history of fantasy names. Get this, she's a human who was adopted by a dwarf. Also, every time you say Dritz, I think of the Drizzle. Um, and Wolfgar <laughs> also adopted by a dwarf after he captured him on the battlefield. And forced him to be his slave for several years. <laughs> and he's seven foot tall. Oh, that must have been a character I played. The dude with the big hammer. Yeah, that's Wolfgar. Yeah, that's yeah. the one I played. Yeah. So, uh, just to let he you know. Actually, so, funny story. Sorry, just to digress for a second. Wolfgar was supposed to be the main character of the books. Um, and if you read um, The Crystal Shard, which is the first book, it's pretty clear that Wolfgar is supposed to be the main character, but everybody thought Dritz was so cool um, that he ended up going back and writing three books that were just about his backstory, and then it was all over from there. He was the main character at that point. The way you worded that made it sound like Dritz went back and wrote the books. He did, yes, by himself. <laughs> He's like, I'm cool, I'm going to write my own books. <laughs> yeah. So if if there was a main character 2.0, uh, in the series, it would be Wolfgar. So you played as main character 2.0. Awesome. I always wanted to be main character 2.0. Drew, what were you going to say? <laughs> Snowblind uh, merged in with Monolith Productions in 2012. Monolith. What are they doing now? Uh, they did, the, the last they, game they did was uh, Lord of the Rings. Uh, War of the North. War of the North. No, no, no. Monolith? Monolith was... Um, the other one, the other series. Oh, you're talking about the um, uh, the uh, Shadow of War. Yes, thank you. Yeah, that was the last oh, game they did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad. 
Yeah. I know that but team. Snowblind did War in the North, which was a lot like the Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance games. Yeah, back they also did the Champions of Norath. Mm-hmm. Which was great. Yeah, they made great games that nobody bought, and now we can't get those games anymore. <laughs> yeah. More than the last one. We got, so, we got go. two Champions of Norath games. Yeah, but that was how many? It was like 20 years ago. <laughs> it was. It was a long time ago. That's true. Also, if you want to know uh, how popular Dritzt is, uh, there's usually rules about making uh, Dark Elves when you play D&D because... They don't. The DMs don't want to deal with you just playing as Dritz. Yeah. Well, and he's like his his entire thing is that he is completely different from every other dark elf, except maybe one or two. Um. So yeah, I can imagine that would be frustrating if you played actual D and D. What's the really popular D and D guy that has the gerbil? Oh, that's uh, Minsk. Yeah, from uh, uh, from Baldur's Gate. Baldur's yeah. Gate. Yeah. I feel like yeah. we're having the Monster Hunter conversation again. Y'all are saying fucking words, but I don't understand them. <laughs> You're just yeah, uncultured. Uh, do you do you remember the hamster's name? No. Boo is the hamster. <laughs> Boo. Because yes. he used to th- he used to throw it at him. Yeah, voiced <laughs> in the voiced in the Baldur's Gate games by Jim Cummings, who also does the voice for Tigger. Oh, there you go. Uh, and Darkwing Duck, I think. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, the, the, um, uh, Minsk has made its, his way into just about every, ball, uh, uh, Dungeons and Dragons property at this point. I was reading, uh, I bought a, a bunch or a bulk of, uh, D&D comics off of, uh, Humble Bundle, and, uh, he's in a couple of them, just makes appearances in a couple of them. He's, he's a pretty, you're right, he's a pretty popular character. Yeah, I, I remember him specifically. Baldur's Gate games are still great. They still hold up. I just, just played back through both of them a couple of years ago, and they still play well. What was he, a fighter? What's that? Minsk. Was he a fighter? Um, I think technically he's a ranger. Okay. Um, But, yeah, I mean, you can, I mean, in the Baldur's Gate games, you can really kind of do whatever you want with the, the characters if you... Uh, if you want to play him differently, you can. But yeah. I think technically he's a ranger. Gotcha. All right. Anything else? Uh, no, that's it. All right. I'll wrap this bitch up. I played Mario Golf finally. Look at that. Yeah. Um, I haven't played. Um, like I didn't jump into the the um the like career Everybody's mode. Golf. Oh, I I didn't jump into the career. I. I always start, I wanted to check it out, like, mechanically, like, how's it play, and yep. that version of it's really good, like, everything about it feels like what you remember, what you love from stuff like Mario Golf, stuff like Hot Shots Golf, um, it just, it just feels and plays really well, I like the, um, like, that each character has, like, their own super move, so as you build up, you know, making good shots and getting good ons and, and fairway shots and, Things like that, you'll build up this meter, and then you can like do this super shot. I thought that was pretty cool. It's unique for each character. Um, there is a very severe lack of courses. I think there's five. I want to say there's four. Four. It seemed like there were more in the menu. 
Like, there's three at the beginning, and then there's, like, a bunch of unlockable ones. I just, that that was the thing that kept me. I was uh, day one for this game. I absolutely love Mario Golf. I love everybody's golf or Hot Shots Golf. Like, I love the arcade golf games. And when I read a review, and it was like, yeah, there's only four courses in this entire game. I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm holding off, but the problem is this game will never go down in price. No, Nintendo Nintendo, game. Nintendo games never go like the lowest it'll ever get is forty dollars. I mean, you're it's looking a... at at, the, at this point, you're looking at the the Mario Golf game that's on a 3DS has more courses than the one on the Switch. Well, yeah, well, that's because it's like you know back back in the day when they made what four games. years ago, five yeah. years ago. That was back I in mean... the day. We'll talk about I Nintendo just... and their their ability to get away with things later. Um, but I, I, I'm just not going to buy it. I'm sorry. I just, I, I don't like, blame I was, you. Like I, I, I got was it. Excited. I was like, I love those games. Yeah. And it still plays wonderfully, but it's like you said, the, the character, I mean, there's a good amount of characters. Um, and yeah, but I mean, you can play a different character, but you're still playing the same course. Of course you are. A course is a course. Of course. <sighs> Okay, I'm trying to be disappointed in your cracking jokes. I I apologize. No, I dare fine. you not take this seriously. It's Mario okay, so Golf. That shit is golf the most... game with plumbers in it. Yeah, it's very serious, very serious things. But no, it it does play really well. But yeah, the the lack of content is is very big, and and I keep hearing people talk about this mode. I can't remember what it's called, but it's in the like career. golf. Not that fucking. See, you're not taking it seriously now. That's like the big mode everybody's talking about, Speed Golf. No, yeah, Speed Golf wasn't the one... No, not the one that they like, the one that they hate. Oh, there's a mode that they hate. I didn't yeah. know there was another mode. It's in the career mode. So, like, the career mode takes you through different types of golf. So you can play regular oh, golf, Speed Golf. You're talking the one where you have to do it in so many shots or whatever? I don't know the specifics, but I, there, I have not... You have to go up and down elevation. I've heard it's a fucking nightmare. Because, yeah. like, early on in the campaign, you have to do this thing where it's like you, they start you on the mid tier and you have to do it in so many shots and it apparently takes a ton of shots to go up so you have to be really good to get up quickly and then you have to go down as well uh i, I haven't played it so but i've heard it's a nightmare by just the fact that you no matter which way you go it's a pain in the ass and they force you into it in the career mode which is what people are complaining about because the mode sucks so bad that you have to do it if you want to go through the career mode is kind of a big blow. So I'll play some more of that. Also worth noting something else we'll talk about later. If you play that game in split screen, ooh, oof, duh. That, um, that frame rate takes a nosedive, baby. Welcome to the Switch, baby. Well, welcome to the new Switch, yeah. Like, remember Mario Kart 8? Runs like a dream. 60 this FPS. is true. What's going on? This, they can't handle this stuff now? New I technology? Well, I mean, it's the Switch. It was underpowered when it launched, and when you keep trying to push it. I don't know if you've played Hyrule Warriors, the second one, but... Um, nope. Ooh, that game's got some frame problems. Well, I'll tell you what. Won't you go load up Monster Hunter Stories 2, and you'll see some frame problems, too. Well, that, yeah, it's... The, the saving be... grace to that game is that it is turn-based. 
If most of the wise played like that, you would be getting bad scores for that game. I think I found it. It's called Battle Golf, and I had the description a bit wrong. You have to sink the ball in any three of the nine holes first to win. Yeah. I believe that's the mode. That doesn't sound fun. Um, yeah, Switch. Uh, you know Overwatch in the cross-play, the Switch players are playing at 30 frames per second. And you're playing at 120. I know, right? That's cheating. <laughs> hey, I didn't turn it on. Turn off your lag switch. <laughs> I, I hit standby on my modem. Um, but yeah, it's, Mario Golf is it's not a $60 game. I can tell you that. I hate that, too. I hate yeah. that. Yeah. I was so excited for that game when they announced it. Um, I sent you guys codes for this, and truthfully, I didn't play much of it either, but the Crash Drive 3, um, it's basically like a big open world with cars, and you can go run around and do, like, little, uh, activities and things. Like uh, fuel? Huh? Like fuel? No, it's more like, uh, arcade Like, it's, um... Uh, not Paradise? Think... A, what's a good comparison to this? It's like a giant playground. Like events will pop up that say, you know, break this beach ball, or do these ramp jumps, or do like backflips or something. It's it's kind of like that. Okay. It's not like I mean there are races, but it's not like just strictly racing. Um, but yeah, it's it's okay. Uh. I'll roll through the rest of these indie games. Uh, <laughs> By Q, Hundreds of Melodies is a visual novel. Uh, I don't like it. Uh, Inops yeah. is a game where you play this black blob and you go around collecting other black blobs and create, like, going, like, doing different puzzles, like environmental puzzles. Uh, and you can break the character, you can form the characters into one, like, you can take all the blobs and make one big blob. Uh, or you can spread them apart to like get through narrow paths. You can use the right analog stick to control environmental things, so you can like spin cogs or jump pads, things like that. It's actually pretty neat. I played through like five or six levels. Uh, Indigo Seven Quest of Love is not what you think it is. It is a hexagonal um, puzzle game where you're matching colors, but not like hexic. It's more like You've got a grid of of hexagons, and like some of them are red, some of them are blue, some of them are green. You get the idea. The objective is is whatever the the pieces are touching to, you switch that color, and the more you get in that switch, the higher the combo you get. Um, exactly what I thought it was. You thought that's what it was? I'm just kidding. Don't you lie to me. Uh, but you can build up like a combo meter and it's versus, so the the objective is to get your combo meter higher than the opponent. And for some reason, there's like a Scott Pilgrim inspired band that's like walking you through it dialogue wise, and I don't understand that. It's okay. weird. Like Clash um, at Demon Head? What's that? It's like Clash at Demon Head. I've never played that. No, it, that's the name of the band. Oh, I don't, I'm sorry, I'm not a Scott Pilgrim stan. I apologize. I mean, I'm not either. I just don't know the name of the band. Wasn't that an thing... NES game? 
Clash of the Demon Head, yeah. Clash it, yeah, something like Clash that. Clash of Demon Head, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. That explains the, it. The, the, Clash of the Demon Head is one of the bands. There's also uh, Crash and the Boys, which is also that's also an NES game. Yes. Yep. Okay. And Sex Bomb. Well, what? That's the name of Scott Pilgrim's band is Sex Bomb. Sex Bomb. Mm-hmm. That is not an NES game that I'm aware of. It should be. They have a song called Launchpad McQuack. Nice. Sure. Uh, Beast of Maravilla Island is essentially Pokemon Snap, but in third person. What are you taking pictures of? Like mythical creatures on this island that you land on? You have to do puzzles to get certain shots? Mm Mm-hmm. Like okay. you, like you can get shots. Um, like you have the photo album, and you can do shots of like, like each creature has like four ways to see it. Wow, that is like the new Pokemon Snap. Yeah, which is kind of impressive because that's the thing. Everybody says like, uh, oh, it's a photography game. It's like Pokemon Snap. No, Pokemon Snap is a puzzle game first and foremost. Uh, what is this called again? The Beasts of Maravilla Island. It's actually it's it's good. Like it it runs well. Is it well. cartoony? What's that? Is it cartoony? Um what's the art style I'm kinda of thinking of? Um Donut County but a little more muted in color. Gotcha. Okay, I understand yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, kind of that. Um but it's good. Uh I was I was pleasantly surprised when I played it. Uh, hmm. Blitzbreaker is a you know level by level puzzle game where you're playing on momentum. So like you press left, right, up, and down on the analog stick, and you kind of move the character in that direction. But obviously, the catch is you don't want them to land on spikes or hit walls or things like that. It's fine. It's the Rattalaka game. In case you were curious, Anthony, I know you always like to know that. Uh, I tried to play a game called Blue Fire, which is a uh, action platformer. But apparently, and I had to research this, so when I booted it up, it was flickering like crazy. Um, and I noticed when I when I started the game on the main menu, it had this big warning that said some of the graphical features will be broken on Xbox Series X. And I went to the developer's Twitter and found out that if you have your Series X set to 120 hertz, um, that it will cause issues with the game. They're working on a patch. Um, but what I played of it, I really liked. It is, like I said, it's like a 3D platformer uh, with an action like base where you've got a sword and shield and you can dodge. Kind of reminds me of like a platforming, I, I hate to use the word, but souls. Like it, it very much has that kind of art style to it. Um, you're, you know, attacking enemies with your sword, dodging attacks, collecting like these little items to upgrade your character. It, it's really well done. And I will probably revisit it once they patch it, because I'm not going to turn off my 120 hertz every time I want to play it. This is called Blue Fire? Blue Fire. Okay. Uh, Imagine Earth is a god simulation where you're, it's like a, what do they call those, like strategy games where you're making decisions, building the world. Uh, Mythic Ocean is a first-person adventure game, again, where the world has been destroyed and you're swimming around with a fish making decisions to rebuild the world. It's a really fucking weird game. 
Uh, and then Police Stories is a top-down, like, action tactical game where you're, like, responding to, uh, like, police calls and you have to go and you can arrest people, you can shoot them, um, and then it scores you based on, you know, whether or not you did the right thing. Um, but it kind of plays like trash, so I didn't really have a good time playing it. Is that the one that looks like Hotline Miami? Uh, yeah, kind of. It's it's literally straight top down. It's not like yeah, an isometric. Okay, that's the one I yeah. I've seen that before, and I was like, that sounds interesting. That there'd be a more tactical version of Hotline Miami, but apparently not. I mean, it's a cool idea, but then I started playing it, and I really didn't like the way it controlled. I think it just didn't feel good. It felt sluggish. Uh, and then I tried. I'm still trying to get into Greedfall. I've got a lot of issues with Greedfall. I don't like that when you travel between areas that you have to stop at the camp. I understand what it's for, but I wish I could just skip it. Yeah, it seems... Um, it seems. I, originally, I think it was there to hide load times, but on these new consoles, it seems like they wouldn't need to do that. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, you can't just like remove that from the game. Right. So, I'm, I'm still going to keep trying because I like the world... Um, the combat is fine. The story, it's not really my jam. I don't like that period. Um, but I do like the mystery of the crazy island. Yep. Um, so I'm going to keep trying to get through that game. But there are a lot of things about it that really just kind of irritate me. Uh, and then I did try to return to a Plague Tale. And I was enjoying the game until it forced me into like this giant combat situation with this knight. Because the combat in that game is very bad. So, again, I'm going to continue to try to play that game, but when, you're, when your game is, like, focused on stealth and kind of story-driven and, like, puzzle-solving, and then you throw me into this combat section where you have to dodge and then hit a guy from behind, like, 20 times, and it's just frustrating, I, I just I kind of lose interest in playing it after that point. So, I'll try to get back to it. I want to play these games that people talk about um, because I'm interested in playing them, but sometimes you get frustrated and you're like, I won't play this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, but I think that's it. I think that's uh, kind of the big stuff I played this week. I've been trying to get my tank out of gold in Overwatch, but I feel like it's just... Those those low to mid gold games are really bad. You get some DPS people in there that just cannot they cannot do anything. And now that I got chat, Drew, I can watch. Uh, there's nothing more fun than watching the other team like crumble in chat. Yeah. As they start blaming all of the the, the players on their team. Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll constantly say report Farah on our team. Oh yeah, I see report, report, report. My my soldier is trash. Please get off Widow. Let's install this game. What's <laughs> the um big MOBA that was super popular? That League of Legends. I was gonna say it's either League was, or Dota, one of the two. It was League, and then people were like, "You gotta try League." That was no. the entire time I tried League, and I went, "I'm not doing this again." <laughs> I, I I clearly have... don't know what's going on. Ugh. 
But then, then again, like Drew, sometimes I'll see the really funny. So I was in a match last night, and it starts off, and this person's just like, "I love you all. I hope you have a wonderful game." <laughs> I'm just like, okay, all right. C was a weird place to play Overwatch, and I've spent the majority of my time playing it there. Yeah. Well, now the console players can chat and type to each other, and. Yep. It, it It is literally a back and forth. Um, nobody has said anything to me until last night. Um, we were playing a match and we were trying to take the last point and I switched to Monkey and literally like wiped their entire team twice. And in the chat I saw, damn you monkey. <laughs> and that's, that's the only time anybody said anything to me in chat. So I used to get all sorts of stuff. Yeah, that's that's all I've heard. I mean, I've I've seen my team crumble in the chat, and I've seen the opposing team crumble in the chat, and it's equally hilarious. There's one interaction I had with somebody who was on my team. His tag was not Moose, and so I just typed in the chat, Dean Winchester, and he's like, you're the first person that's ever got my name correct. I can't, man... I can't believe the names that people get away like the so now when you play it's your battle um battle net tag. Right. Um I cannot believe some of some of them are so generic. Like you, I I want you to know that I ran into Roadhog and Mercy and Genji. Yep. Um but also I played with and you if you look on my Twitter feed, I posted a video of me dancing in Busan last night. One of the people on my team's name was Fisty Butts. Mm-hmm. Like you can definitely so, you can definitely get away with a lot worse names. Oh, dude! They the, if you use characters, they don't care. I've played with people who use like characters that spell out this the word "fuck." Yeah, and that Blizzard doesn't care. No, like it's so weird to see these new names pop up because I'm like Xbox would never allow that name. It's also weird for me to see my name on there that is not my gamer tag from every other machine. Watched, I watched that video and I was like, "Who the heck? What did he start a freaking Smurf account?" No, that's not that's not Smurf account. That's my uh, that's my Blizzard tag. Yep, I, Play, I, I I I finally remembered that. Yeah, I played a lot of StarCraft. That's where that name came from. <laughs> what is it? Something related to the Zerg? Protoss. Wow. It's Proto Zero. That is my that's my my battle tag or whatever you want to call it. Blizzard account ID. Anyway, uh, this week new releases. If you got them fancy new consoles, we got F1 two, 2021 Deluxe Edition, Worms Rumble Fully Loaded Edition, uh, Blaster Master Zero Two making its way to Xbox, Lost at Sea. Uh, the official release of the Space Jam, A New Legacy, the game. That movie's out this week, too, isn't it? Uh, I'm not sure. I think... we, watched the, uh, we watched the first one the other day in this household in preparation for the new one, because uh, my son had not seen the first one. I think that's out this week. I think it's July I, 16th. Yeah, I think you're right. I Does will it still watch hold up? I hate to say that. Does it still hold up? Does it still hold up? Uh, I, I mean, he thought it was pretty funny. Most of it, I, I think the challenge is that he, like he going into this movie, had no idea who Michael Jordan was. Like he had no idea who any of the NBA players that are in it, like Patrick Ewing and Charles Barkley and Sean sure. Bradley. And, um, 
he didn't know who Bill Murray was. So like <laughs> for him, none of the like none of the celebrity stuff really holds up because they're not celebrities that he's aware of because it's not, you know, 1996. Um, but, uh, overall, I think the, uh, I think the movie holds up pretty well. There were parts of it that he thought were really funny. Looney Tunes uh, like animation. He, he lost it. Yeah. He lost it at the part where, um, Wayne Knight, uh, gets landed on by the giant monster and he's like completely smashed flat on the ground. <laughs> My son thought that was the funniest thing. I love Looney uh, Tunes. So yeah, it, I mean, it held up well enough. I'll say. I, I, to make a mention of it on the show, Drew, that Looney Tunes B-Ball is the shit. If you haven't played that, you need to go play that game. Told you. I, I cannot believe that I had never heard of this game, and I played it, and I played Marvin the Martian, because he's a fucking goat. And Really? That game, you need to play that game. I can't bit. remember who else, who else was in that game. I know it's Bugs. Taz, uh, Bugs, um, Porky. Daffy. Uh, Elmer is in it. Marvin the Martian. God, I know there was a couple more. Wiley Coyote. Yeah, Wiley's in it. Um, Sylvester. That game is really good. <laughs> yeah, that game is legit good. It is NBA Jam, but with Looney Tune characters. And it holds up. It played and wonderfully today. The music is great in that game, too. Yeah, I I think I played that for like an hour when I finally got around to booting it up. And I was just like, man, this game, this game's a shit. I want to play this game. They they should remaster this game. Yeah. I'd play this game today. Uh, F1 2021 regular edition and then Observer System Redux. Uh, I'm assuming that's a box copy because that's been out for a while. Uh, And Where the Heart Leads coming to PS5. And then for old machines, they're old now, by the way. Uh, <laughs> we got Where the Heart Leads and Worms Rumble, but we also have Little Witch Academia VR Broom Racing. Yeah. Streets of Rage 4, Mr. X Nightmare. DLC for Streets of Rage 4. Uh, Hotline Miami and Hotline Miami 2, wrong number, assuming that's a physical version. Uh, Within the Blade. Whatever that is. Within the blade. Within the blade. Sounds like a Rudger Hauer movie from like the... <laughs> it definitely does. Early 90s. Um, Batbarian, The Testament of the Primordials. What? Oh, that's a game. <laughs> wizard. That's a game coming out this week. Wizard. And a wizard. How, how is it spelled? W-I-Z-O-D-D. Wizard. Wizard, gotcha. Yeah, I just have to say I it was like the the wizard, the weezer. Yeah, no wheezing the odd. <laughs> Fucking Polly Shore podcast this week. <laughs> I was thinking the Aqua Teen Hunger Force guy. Oh yeah, the wizard. Yeah, remember when we were doing those videos with uh, what was it, Selma? <laughs> And whatever the uh, the stream would mess up, I'd always go, hang on, rebuffering. Rebuffering. <laughs> oh, man. Soma. Uh, the Nintendo Switch. We've got the hot releases like Classic Pool. Oh. 
Egg Up, Fates of Ort, Curved Space, 3D Air Hockey, Induction, Dark Fantasy Jigsaw Puzzle, (laughs) Dark Knights with Poe and Monroe, uh, Defend the Kingdom, Oof, this one's a mouthful. Escape from a deserted island, the adventures of Nyanzu and Kumakichi escape game series. Follow all that? Good. Sure. <laughs> Guild of Dark Steel. Junkyard Builder. Junkyard Dog Builder? I wish. Uh, Labyrinth City. Grab Pier- them cakes. Labyrinth City, Pierre the Maze Detective. Lambs on the Road, The Beginning. Lambs on the Road, The Beginning. I picture lambs in like a a convertible with the top down. 100%. Yeah. Uh, Lotus Reverie, First Nexus. Macrotus, A Mother's Journey. Our Battle Has Just Begun, Episode 1. Well, I would hope it'd be episode one if the battle has just begun. Red Colony 2, Risk System, Rogue Wizards, uh, Word Crush Hidden, Lost Grimoires 3, The Forgotten Well, Restless Night, and finally, The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD. So... I looked up Lambs on the Road. Lambs on the Road. <laughs> Inspired on the bestseller The Road by Cormac McCarthy. Which I believe they made a they did make movie. A movie out of. Yes, Didn't it have did. Eric, what was his name? Vigo Mortensen? Vigo no. Mortensen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So yeah, this is a serious game. It has nothing to do with lambs. That's fucked up. It, yep. it would be a better game if it was lambs in a convertible. Agreed. With sunglasses on. Yeah. And Judge Reinhold is in the movie as well. <laughs> or the game, I should say. Judge Reinhold. It absolutely sounds like it would be a Judge Reinhold movie from the early 80s starring lambs that cartoon, anthropomorphic lambs that own a convertible. You you realize that like 90% of the people listening to this are like, who the fuck is Judge Reinhold? <laughs> well, that's okay. <laughs> On their way to California to go meet up with the raisins. That's right. He sticks a banana in the tailpipe. I ain't falling for no banana in the tailpipe. <laughs> and Eddie Murphy pops out of the crazy. All right. Let's do some news. Uh, you remember when SNK would not announce the platforms for King of Fighters 15? Everybody's like, what the fuck is this coming to? What the fuck is this coming to? Why won't they announce the platforms? It's coming to the obvious platforms. It's coming to PS5, PS4, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PC. No Switch. Nope, no Switch. That's what you get. That's what you, <laughs> That's what you get. That's what you get. Uh, oh, you I should also mention, by the way, I when I was talking about Space Jam, uh, one thing that absolutely does not hold up 
is the look at how hot this cartoon rabbit is stuff. Oh god, oh yeah. Like didn't they change her for the new old. one? They did, yes, thankfully. Okay. Um but yeah, that whole thing is super cringeworthy now to watch it. I'm sure there's a group of people online. Oh, they're absolutely that, pissed. That absolutely holds up. <laughs> yeah, they're pissed about the new one because you know she's she looks like a normal cartoon character. They'd be pissed about the TV show where they brought her back and Kristen Wiig voiced her then too because she was a completely different character in that. I'm still waiting on the Who Framed Roger Rabbit sequel slash remake where they changed Jessica Rabbit. People gonna be pissed. I, it would be very odd for them to one make a sequel to that movie and to make a sequel that isn't based off of a book like that movie is. That's true. There's a sequel to the book, but uh, I like don't the, like the book sequel to Forrest Gump. Is there really? Yeah, yeah. there is. Yeah. yeah, there's a second oh, book. Gump company. Yeah. Oh wow, mm-hmm. I didn't even know that was a. Yeah. Horse Gump yep. was a book, and then there was a second book, and they didn't make a second movie. I'm pretty sure the guy who wrote the books hated the movie. I mean, don't they normally? Yeah. Uh, not the guy that wrote Roger Rabbit, surprisingly, even though it's very different from the the book, because the book is based off of uh, old comic strip characters, not Disney and um, Warner oh, Brothers no, cartoons. So they actually spoke with speech bubbles that were visible. And the words would be backwards if you saw them from the other side. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Remember that Terminator game that was I. Uh. The, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, those guys are making a RoboCop game. That's right. Yep. yep. Oh God. It's coming in 2024. <laughs> Rogue City, right? Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Yep. Didn't they say 2024? I don't know. Uh, I didn't yeah. read the date. Uh, it was either 2024 or 2023. I can't remember. Yeah. But yeah, it's got some time. <sighs> Why even show it? Why even announce it? Well, to be fair, they didn't really show it. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. a CGI trailer. But I mean, those guys get a little credit because that Terminator game was pretty good, but I'm still very pissed at them because they they upgraded that game. But they only did it on PlayStation and they didn't give a reason why. And I'm just like, I right, come on. Come on. Uh, Quietly, there'll be trouble. That's right. Sony put out an ad this week for the PlayStation 5, um, but there happened to be a little problem in the ad. Yeah. <laughs> in the ad, some guy was sitting on his couch playing PlayStation 5, but it was upside down. It looked like he was having a great time with it. Yeah. I just I, I made a joke on Twitter. I was like he's just he he's just prepping for you know when you have to put it upside down for it to read the discs like the PS one. Yeah, disc readers, yeah. yeah. Early on, didn't like uh Herman Hulst have to do the same thing? Yeah, his PlayStation five was upside down in his house. I mean, does it is it a big deal? Does it I mean you gotta put the disc in upside down? Right. I mean, you would think that Sony the company that makes the PlayStation 5, like the head of PlayStation, and oh, I don't know, the marketing department, which would know which way the PlayStation 5 goes. You would think, but... You know, at least I'd hope it would. Um, We'll get to the state of play stuff in a minute. There's uh, quite a few things in that. The Witcher 3 next-gen version 
uh, was confirmed to still be releasing this year. Plus, it's getting free DLC based on the show. Yep. Excited. And the show's season two is airing in December. Yep. With an animated show starring Vesemir happening next month? August, yep. Uh, yes, yep. Yeah. Yep, looking have forward to all of that. Have they said who is going to be playing Vesemir? Uh, I don't remember if they've announced the casting for that or not. For some reason, I heard rumors that Mark Hamill would be Vesemir. Uh, I remember reading that, but I think that got debunked. Okay. Uh, I think Hamill himself said that he that was news to him. Gotcha. Uh, um, but I don't remember if that's the case or not. It could just be me making stuff up. I guess we'll find out who, voice, who voices uh, Vesemir in this uh, animated show. Maybe they'll reuse the same person. Maybe they'll reuse him. Um, we have a new record for uh, a sealed copy of an NES game. It in terms of dollar amount? Dollar amount. Uh, sealed okay. Legend of Zelda, the first one. Gold one. I'm assuming. It's still sealed, so who knows. Uh, $870,000. What the fuck? This is a completely inflated market by people that have way too much money. I understand that. And they think they're investing, too. That's the case with pretty much all collectibles, to be fair. True. Yeah, it just... There's a sucker born every day. Things are worth what people are willing to pay for them. Yeah, I know. There's something fuck you with this one. Like... We haven't had these games this long, and they they have to go so, um, you know, it's not just a copy of Legend of Zelda. Ah, uh, it's a first pressing, and it's like, and there's not there's not that many of them, except that they don't have the numbers. So how the fuck do they even know that? How do they know that there isn't just a collector sitting on these who've had them forever? It's like you, this is just happens to be the one that's being sold, and you have to justify why it's worth so much money. Obviously people bid on it, but I don't know. There, there's something wrong with this whole thing where it, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And it's like, that doesn't make sense all the time. That does not make sense. Yes. Ryan, I want to know how only... you feel. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, it's only going to continue to get worse as nerds like us get older and amass more money. I mean, I, I'll never have eight hundred seventy thousand dollars for a Zelda. I've got to say, I, I'm not amassing any kind of money. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm spending it at a very rapid rate. Yeah, I feel you there. I seem to be spending it faster than I can make it. Anyway, uh, what do you want to get my opinion on? So Ubisoft got leaked and then made an official statement: the next iteration of Assassin's Creed is called Assassin's Creed Infinity. And it yeah, is, and then. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, finish what you were saying. I was just going to say, it is essentially kind of like a, a live service platform where they will be adding different time periods of Assassin's Creed games over time. Yeah, and but the, so the, their initial announcement made it kind of sound like uh, games as a service like Destiny or something like that. But then their their further clarification made it seem more like it's just a... Um, like it's an interconnected sort of hub that the games will all connect to. Um, so you'll still get different Assassin's Creed games. They'll just be sort of connected 
through this hub. Um, so I don't know. I, I feel like we probably haven't seen enough of it yet to know exactly whether it's something to be excited about or cautious about. Um, but I don't know, man. I, I hope they don't turn Assassin's Creed into Destiny. Um, and that's what that's what my fear was after the initial announcement. Uh, but then uh, with some further clarification, they made it sound more like it's just, like I said, more of an interconnected hub to connect the games a little better. And I, I don't necessarily have a problem with that. So I'll have to see what it ends up being. I think just spitballing here, what would be really cool is if the hub had a timeline. And like yeah. all the games were connected and say you had them all installed, you could like go through the timeline and just pick the game you want to play and like yes. it would just boot right up. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, and if if they so the other thing too would be if you have sort of this if you do the uh and the games would be bigger, so it's not episodic, but think of it like an episodic game. If the hub was the modern day, they already kind of do this, where the only way the games are interconnected is through the modern modern day story. So if you just have the modern day story be this hub, um, and all the games kind of branch off of it, I, I think you could still accomplish what um, the games have been trying to accomplish all along, just in a little bit different way. So I don't know. I'm I'm reserving judgment on it until I see what it actually is. Because um, I just don't know that we have enough information on what it actually is yet. Yep, and I'm guessing we won't see this thing until next year. And that kind uh, of to sure. do with Battlefield, like they have a hub now where you can just play all the games if you have them installed. Yes, uh, and they, they did say that both. Um, uh, was it at Montreal and what's the other one? The other Ubisoft studio that works on these. Shang- no, not Shanghai. Shanghai did no. Um, it's um, Montpellier. I can't no, remember. There's Toronto. There's which was doing um, Immortals. Yeah, it's Toronto. Then it's okay. Whatever it is, it's the 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 studios that work on the the one studio worked on Odyssey and Valhalla, or sorry, Origins and Valhalla, and the other one worked on Odyssey and uh, Phoenix Rising. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. The, those two studios are working together on whatever this is, which also makes me think it's more of like just a kind of a hub that will eventually connect multiple games. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Same. Yeah. That's, but like I said, that's why I'm, I'm waiting to judge it until I see what it actually is, because it could, it could be something that's relatively innocuous or it could be something that's a, a big step backwards. And so I'm, I'm hoping that, it's the former and not the latter. No, latter, not the former. All right, let's talk about that state of play. You know, that thing that everybody was like, OMG, here we go. Sony's E3 event, baby. That's not That's not what it was. No, it was not. So, we'll, we'll, um, Death Stranding, Director's Cut, got a release date, September. Um, also, it's only $10 to upgrade, so I'm so fucking upgrading that thing. It's got a bunch of extra content in it. Um, and then obviously the PS5 upgrades. I like that game more than I care to admit. <laughs> I have not played it, so... Yeah, I, I like that game. Um, so I will definitely spend... The $10 thing is nice. Um, 
to be able to upgrade from the original to this. Uh, Moss Book 2, follow-up to the PSVR slash Quest game, the little mouse. It's good. Yeah, that game was cool, so it's cool to see it got a sequel. We already have the first game in August's PlayStation Plus lineup, uh, which was a newly announced game from Ilphonic, the guys that made Predator Hunting Grounds. Oh no, sorry, 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 wrong, wrong game. I got them confused. This is not a PlayStation Plus game. This game is not coming out till 2022. Uh, the Ilphonic game, and that is... What's the name of it? Uh, fuck. Ar- Arcadegeddon. That's what it was called. Arcade Geddon is in early access. I'm sorry, I got Arcade Geddon and the other game I'm going to talk about. That the other game that I'm going to talk about is the August PlayStation Plus. Arcade Geddon is the game that look like Fortnite. That's just what we need is more games that look like Fortnite. Right? Third person game. The the funny thing is, is the trailer ran like um a create your own template of how to announce a game. Like, check out these wacky customizations you can put on your characters. Kill other players and collect loot. I mean, all the the only thing they didn't have was, like, build a wall. Or a staircase. With your Batman skin. With your Batman skin. Or your... Then floss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then floss. I'm sure there are emotes in this game. I... I literally rolled my eyes so hard that I could see the back of my head. I'm like, I don't... Does the world need another Fortnite game? Does the or world... as my son called it in a message to his friend the other day, Footnote. Footnote? I mean, we might yeah. need another Footnote game. I don't know about you. But no, I'm... <sighs> Remember when EA paid a bunch of streamers to play Knockout City and then nobody played Knockout City after that? Yes. Yeah, same shit. Like, there are too many of these games, and literally, they're only, they're only there's only room for like one or two of these games in every genre. Yes. It's, it's just, I don't know. It's like, why would you make a MOBA? Because League of Legends and Dota exist. Like, why would you make an MMO? Because Final Fantasy and World of Warcraft exist. Yeah. I just... I don't understand it, man. I just don't understand it. Why would you make Bleeding Edge? The problem with gaming specifically is that, so in music, right, when you have, so I'll use Creed as an example, just because they're (laughs) our go-to example on this podcast. Um, When Creed launched, it was easy for sound-alike bands to catch on because there were already bands out there that the lead singer just needed to make a minor change to their voice. And now all of a sudden they sound like Creed and they can get on the radio. Um, And so you saw a whole bunch of copycats pop up. Um, With video games, by the time you want, you just, you see somebody else doing something and you're like, Oh, we should copy that because it's popular. You're already years behind. Um, unless you're like Fortnite and you do the same thing and you make a minor edit to your game and then, <laughs> uh, end up being the dominant game in the market. But so you end up with all these, like things get popular and then it's like, 
three years later, uh, hey, here's a bunch of copycats of that game that was popular three years ago. It just doesn't work as well. Especially when that main game is still the most fucking popular game on the planet. For sure. Like, there, there's no room for you. And I, I think a big part of why Fortnite was able to usurp uh, player unknowns battlegrounds is because PUBG stopped updating for a while. Like a lot of people were waiting for a new map. Well, and and PUBG right? also didn't do a good enough job of um, capturing or going after the youth market, which the Fortnite youth. basically exploited immediately. For sure, but I mean, like on the just a, a player base too. Why wouldn't you leave for the thing that's constantly updating when PUBG is just taking its time? I remember people saying, like, when's the new map coming out? And there was, like, the sl- the couple days you could play the new map, and then it just disappeared again. Like, waiting for it to officially come out and stuff. And it's like, yeah, I could understand why you would be upset that this game that... I mean, let's be honest, Fortnite wasn't this to begin with at all is now suddenly doing all the things you want your game to do. Yep. And once it, once you once you grab that lightning, it's impossible to to recreate it. I don't I don't care how much you copy, how much you you keep the same stuff in there. You're you're just not going to pull people away. Right. Well, because everybody's going to immediately see that it's just a copy. It's like, yeah. well, why would I want to play that when I could just play in fact, my my son and his friends, when they got um, tired of Fortnite, decided they were going to go to Spellbreak, and so they played Spellbreak for a while. Uh, and then they all very quickly realized, wait, this is just Fortnite. It's just a little bit different, um, and none of my stuff from Fortnite is here, so why am I playing this? And then they all went back to Fortnite. Yep. I mean, it's, uh, it's that way across the board. When you get one and it works... And then people try. I will never understand that in video games. Like everybody goes to copy it. Like everybody had a battle royale. Minecraft. Yep. Yeah, everybody copied yep. Minecraft. N- nothing. Yep. I mean, Minecraft's still around. All those games gone. And people tried to. And I mean, Overwatch. I know people will disagree with me, but Overwatch just basically did what TF2 used to be before they went all hat crazy. Yeah, and that's then exactly what Overwatch they stopped is. updating. Well, here's the problem is, and we're going to see if this pans out, but Overwatch has stopped updating. <laughs> That's what I mean. No, I mean, Overwatch stopped up. No, TF2 still updates. It's just the, the player base isn't what it used to be. My my curiosity, yeah, my curiosity is going to be if Overwatch can sustain it, because let's be fair, I mean, there's not another game doing what it does right now. So unless yeah, something... All the competition died off. Yeah, unless something comes along to kind of take that mantle, Blizzard can kind of drag their ass on that sequel. Well, that's, I mean, that's to be fair, that's what they've done with Diablo. Yeah, because nobody's taken that crown. But they still, they still add significant things to Diablo. As an Overwatch player, there ain't been shit since that last character, and that's been like a year, man. A year. I mean, that was literally the last big update to that game. That's a long time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I, I hate to say it, and I don't want to say it like this, but Overwatch is dying a very slow death. There's a they reason need... crossplay got announced and, and was in, implemented that fast. 
But that's not going to fix anything. No, but it's going to it's going to pad the player counts in getting in matches. Sure. So I. Uh... I don't know. Uh, speaking of Battle Royales, the other game announced was a fighting game Battle Royale called Hunter's Arena, and that will be the PlayStation Plus game for August. I, I watched the trailer for this and was like, I'm good. I won't play it. You would think that the game companies would realize that this is going to fail, right? You would think? Um, okay. So, I I bring it up now and then, but I mean, literally, there is someone trying to build a console based off the idea of, I can if I can just get a percentage of the casual market, this console will be a success. <laughs> but that's not how it works. I mean... That audience is already fulfilled. They have phones. That's what they play games on. Selling a console to them isn't going to help. It's the same with all these uh, Battle Royales. They're already playing Battle Royales if they want to play Battle Royales. Yeah, Apex Legends and Fortnite. That's what people play. Also, I don't know if you knew this, but a console just came out, right? The Atari? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. Nobody nobody knows. It, well, it's if it, was it ever really a console? I mean, it it's a box that you control pl- plug controllers into and plug it into your TV. That's pretty much a console. What games are on it? That's it. Fuck I mean, out. it's it's a, it's a PC, man. It's. it's I mean, they're all PCs. Or, let's be fair. Well, no, I mean literally, it's it's like a Linux computer inside, and that's it. I think it's got um, what's the remake that they did for it? Is it? Asteroids or Missile Command or something? I don't fucking know. I don't know. Uh, I know the Intellivision Amico is getting a bunch of Atari classics too because if I can I mean, ask how many that is. Sure, why not? Right. Thing looks terrible. Whole market. Well, you ain't getting no market with that thing because it looks here's, terrible. Here's two hundred and fifty dollars. Now, excuse me, I have to get in fights on the internet. <laughs> Two hundred fifty dollars for that thing. Nah, that's like people that think Stadia is going to be around next year. You know, fucking that crazy. thing looks like the kind of thing that you would buy like on the discount shelf at Kmart. <laughs> I bet it. I'll be real honest with you. When it when it like it's clearance down for like fifty bucks, I probably buy one. It it looks like a foot bath. <laughs> it does <laughs> look like a foot bath. You are absolutely right. That is one. I'm not the. Fr- I'm. Not, like. That wasn't even my. That wasn't even. I, I can't take credit for that. Somebody pointed out, and it's all I've been able to see. It I mean, 100 does look like that. That's that absolutely like accurate. I mean, maybe it's a good footbath. I don't know. Like stupid looking. Like, oh, look at this. Here's like some rock paper scissors something. I. That I would just seem terrible. People. People... It seems like the kind of console your grandma buys you because she's trying to be well-meaning. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you get it for Christmas and it's like, oh, great. Yeah, it, Thanks, plugs, grandma. it plugs right into my component <laughs> inputs. That's awesome. <laughs> it's, a, oh, it's a controller and a console in one. I see that. Yeah, it looks like uh, the Pac-Man. 
Yeah. Looks think, like the Pac Man. <laughs> the best part about it is the controllers that have like a screen on it that they're like, we're going to be able to play games on it can only hold like a megabyte of information. Yeah, they're like VMUs. Oh, oh yeah, man. bring back the, the, the Chows. <laughs> I want the Chows back. Remember when I could pick my plays in NFL 2K on the VMU? Hell yeah. Right. Hell yeah. And you could uh, you could level up your little uh, dude in um, uh, PSO. Uh, what's what are the little things called? Oh, mags. F- mags, yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Speaking of which, I need to. It, it, did they did they do anything for um, uh, PSO two on uh, Series X? I think like, that new version is optimized. The one that just launched with new Genesis. Oh, is it out already? Yeah, it's out. Okay, I may have to check that out. Yeah, I, the last one was cool. I mean, it was cool in the sense that I could play Fantasy Star, but at the same time, it really looked and operated like trash. Yeah, I think they made a bunch of upgrades to New Genesis. I think I, I installed it, but I haven't really dove into it. I have to check it out. Uh, we got a release date for Fist. Remember that game, the robot with the big arm? Yep, that's uh, coming out in September. That game looks cool. I'll play that game. Uh, Sifu. It's been delayed to 2022. Showed off a new trailer for that. And then they showed a nine-minute gameplay of Deathloop, which the only story I saw sparked out of that was that the exclusivity for that game ends on September 14th, 2022. Yeah, I, I still think that game looks awesome. And I'm somebody who I love the... the um, uh, oh, what the Dishonored? hell? Dishonored. I dark siders ended up in my head and then I couldn't get it to lead. Um, yeah, the dishonored games. And so I'm really looking forward to that one. I mean, it looks like dishonored, like That's, the movement yeah. and the powers and stuff. Um, yep. It looks like a dishonored rogue game. I'm still not $70 sold on it. So I'll wait till September 14th, 2022 and play it for free. Cause it'll be on game pass day one. Um, I think that's everything that came out of State of Play. Did I miss anything? I don't think I did. I don't think so. I think you got it. Um, it was a relatively disappointing conference, honestly, because the stuff, even the stuff that we didn't know about, was relatively small. Yeah, I. So yeah, we knew about on... Deathloop. It was cool to see some more of it, but we knew about it. So yeah, it, it was nice to get an actual like release date for it. So at least you know yeah. when it's coming out. I'm trying to think if there was anything. Anthony, is there anything you could think of before I move to the big dog? No, all I have to say is, I was right! <laughs> are are you an insider it. now? Is that what you're trying to say? Uh, I f- no, I'm anti-insider is what I'm saying. So Nintendo on, I think it was a Tuesday morning, dropped that the sw- there's a new Switch coming. Yeah, I love it. I love it so much. So it's the Switch OLED, or as I like to call it, the SWOLED. And it's got a new OLED screen. It's 7 inches, which is like 0.8 inches bigger than the last one. It's got um, new amazing features, like a a built-in LAN port for the dock. Um... Yep. Uh, oh, it's fifty dollars more. Yep. 
But it's got that OLED. So, yeah, it's got that OLED running at 720p, baby. I mean, it's going to look nice. Uh, Fair, I have a portable OLED machine on the bed right behind me that wasn't exact, didn't exactly set the world on fire. So, I, I've got a lot of problems with this, and, and take the insider stuff out of this. I can't. So I can't. I can't, Ken, and I, I'll just quickly say it. They when that thing when they said that they're buying a bunch of screens, all the insiders said, "Oh, this is because the, the Switch Pro." It's like no, they bought a bunch of OLED screens, and this is what they've done with them. My problem with this is this is Nintendo doing this because they can. The fact that this thing is fifty dollars more, and that this, it, uh, I I get it. You don't have to yell at me. You don't have to be screaming into the the into your computer screen right now, saying, "Well, it's a business decision." Like, would you would you stop selling the Switch at three hundred if you know you were making hand over fist money? Of course, I wouldn't. But let's be fair: the Switch does not cost enough to warrant a three hundred dollar price tag anymore. That thing could be one ninety nine, and they'd still make money. These upgrades are not $50 worth of upgrades. And if they wanted to be cool, they could have made this the new Switch and priced it at $299 and then dropped the old one. Because you know they're not going to make any more of those old ones now, right? Those are done. Sure. Yeah, those are done. They would sell that at $249 and just make this the new $300 Switch. But no, they added $50 to this, and I know why they did it. It is a grooming so if they do announce a Switch Pro or a new piece of hardware next year, they can charge $400 for it, and you'll just be like, well, it's only $50 more. Yep. I understand it. I don't like it because Nintendo can do it because they can just do it. As Palpatine would say, they could do it. Do it. Screw do it. it. Screw it. There's absolutely nothing in this for me. I do not need to buy this Switch, which I'm thankful for. Because I don't have $350 to drop on a console right now. I feel like every time you say drop, you should be required to say it the way the Beastie Boys do in New Style. <laughs> you I don't... should have to say Drop? <laughs> or if you came along later, you can say it the way, uh, or you can use the sample like the far side did. Yeah, I should do that. I should do that. I should get a soundboard with just drop on it. <laughs> and Palpatine saying do it. Do it. Do it. Anybody buying this thing? No, but no. I don't have an issue with it existing like you seem to. And the only reason why I say that is because, like, I don't know, they did this with the DS line. I don't have a problem with it existing, Anthony. I have a problem with the way Nintendo works. I fully expect there to be iterations of hardware. For sure. This is no different to me than the SP line where the first generation was really kind of not great in hindsight. And then the second round had the actual backlit screen. Did they charge more for that than the SP was when it launched? Uh, Potentially. I can't recall. I'm just curious because... I don't feel like this is a $50 upgrade to what's currently available, and I certainly don't feel like 
the old Switch is still worth three hundred dollars. You can buy Same an Xbox Series can... S for three hundred dollars. You can you buy know, a digital you... PS Five for four hundred. Yeah. You know who you can partially blame for this? Yeah, Nintendo fans. I'm aware. Scalpers. No, not Nintendo fans. Scalpers. No, I can blame Nintendo fans because they're going to buy it. Nobody needs this. But Nobody needs any video game, Ken. You know what I mean. <laughs> if you want to play Switch games, you don't need this. You could buy the old one. You could buy a Switch Lite. Too. No, you can't because you can't like... play that on TV. Yeah, well, you know the point I'm making. Like, you're... you're it's all of a sudden like i'm just saying like we don't need this fine who gives a shit like let people buy it if they want maybe it's not produced in super high numbers like everybody thinks it's going to be this is this is the new switch come on don't don't kid yourself nintendo wants the new standard to be 350 if you were selling every switch you made wouldn't you want the standard to be 50 dollars more think about how much money that is that's a lot of money there's a lot of money. You can get that OLED. Because OLED is a hot word right now. I Again, I, I'm going to go back to the fact that we already had a portable console with an OLED in it. And then several years later, when they remade that console, guess what? They took out they the OLED. They didn't put the OLED in anymore. Yeah, but at that point, they were barely... Supporting the fucking thing, so I mean, they were terror. barely supporting the fucking thing when it launched. Let's be yeah, fair. Just very <laughs> I, speaking of which, I just ordered. We'll see how it goes. Um, I just ordered, and it should arrive today. Uh, one of those adapters to where you can use any uh, micro SD card on your Vita. Oh yeah, oh. I saw those things floating around. That's a cool. Yeah. Whoever did that, you gotta have a. Now, to be fair, you gotta have a. You gotta have a packed Vita. Um, you can't. I mean, it doesn't really void your warranty anymore, so I wouldn't really care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'll let you all know how it works. Yeah, yeah, I'm interested in that because, like, that seems like a really cool thing for PS, you know, for Vita, like, collection and stuff like that, so. Yeah. Uh, I just have a problem with the fact that Nintendo can do whatever they want and it'll work because everybody's going to buy it anyway. I think that's my issue. I I'm sorry. I see that with every console manufacturer to some extent. Oh hell no! People would they can't do anything yeah. with Xbox. Xbox. Oh, you fair? Okay, sure. Xbox, not so much. But like Sony, same thing. People will bitch, then they'll buy it. I mean, seems to be the frequent the frequent uh, state of things with all video games, like. I can't believe they're doing this. You're gonna fucking buy it. Shut up. <laughs> I am not. I'm not buying this either. But I, I don't. There's no benefit enough. because I don't play portable. I do, but I don't. I think it's a pretty decent LCD screen already in there. The the, the screen is fine, yeah. and and not to mention that you're only gonna get 720p out of the OLED anyway. Yeah, but that's not why I would. That's another reason why I found the OLED nice in the Vita. I've seen the Vita. See, that's the other thing, too. I can't compare these side by side, like, because I, I just won't run into these. But I've seen the PSP, or the, sorry, the Vita, whatever it was called. Two th- yeah, the LCD versus the OLED. Yeah. Everybody die? Sorry. So. I don't know. It's just, it's a whatever. I, I don't have any interest in it. 
and I'm not going to support it, that's the best I can do. Uh, you know, if that's your thing, go right ahead. I, I, I just don't I, care enough about this. I just find it funny that all the pe everything that was leading to this, people were saying it was going to be a higher powered switch, and this is literally just the same thing with a nicer screen. I think my computer just had like a fart. Okay. Everything went quiet for like 20 seconds. And I couldn't even bring Discord up. <laughs> oh, nice. I don't know what's going on with my PC today. It's been doing this. It was doing this when I started it, and then I reset it. It seemed like it was okay. Dying, Ken. It's fucking it brand. It's misery. like it's like a year and a half. Put it, old. put it out of its misery, Ken. Yeah, let's put the. That's why I love PC gaming. Sixteen hundred dollars, and it's fucking. It's it's out of date. A year and a half later. Jesus Buy your Switch. It's your Switch OLED. <laughs> your old Switch is old. Uh, that's how I feel like my Switch is every time I play it. It's like it's over there. It's like coughing in the corner like it's been smoking for 60 years or some shit. I don't know what you're trying to run on it. I don't seem to have too many issues. On the Switch? Yeah. Have you played Hyrule Warriors too? Yeah, I mean, I'm playing Mario Odyssey as we talk. Mario like, Odyssey is is brilliant. Like, but I, I haven't. I don't know. You must be playing some shit. I mean, you probably have had to play some shit. For oh, I've absolutely had to play some shit. You you have no idea. Oh, anyway, I I, I don't. Mm. No, thank you. All I can say is that I'm just glad that they're not like making. Oh, you know, for those who want to upgrade, oh, this is going to need a new dock. New Joy-Cons. At least I can buy the dock and, and hardwire my old Switch. So that's nice. So it's just like, I I at least appreciate that, because they could have been far worse. They sold the new 3DS XLs without a power cord. Yeah, I remember that. So, you know... Now, Unless to, they're doing shit like that, in which case, fuck them. Well, there is I, one I, caveat to the to the dock. You can o- you can only buy it from the Nintendo store. It will not be sold at retailers. Which means you'll yeah. never be able to get it on sale. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you remember how much a dock costs, but it's it's a, thir- a lot. It's a third of the price of the Switch. So. Yep, I know. And it's not, it's not, there's really nothing to it. No, it's um, just like, a, it's literally just a dock that you... Pass through. Yeah, yep. that's all it is. But, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe this is their way of dealing with scalping? I have no idea. Wow. Maybe not, I, I, I don't use the Nintendo store to buy stuff, so... Other people would know better than I. I think this is just a... Business-wise, I get it, I just think this is a way for Nintendo to make a shitload more money. What's good on them? Make your money. Make your money, son. Alright, uh, so my PC doesn't die. I'm going to move on get the email and the tweets out. Uh, Adam sends us an email. He says, hey, how's it going? I just finished playing Death Stranding and I really enjoyed it. I found it rather relaxing and oddly satisfying. It may have helped that I used to work for the Postal Service. I was in a bit of a gaming break when it came out, so I didn't hear your opinions on release, so just wondering what everyone's thoughts are on it. 
DS, please convince the Phoenix Down guys to do it. Just figured that's going to be a really hard game to talk about and make a podcast about. Why? Oh, no. No, no, it won't be. No. Just the first 30 hours of that is going to be like, yeah, I walked over here and then I walked back. Oh, no, there's uh, more. Far more fascinating to, than that. Yeah, there's a lot more in there. There's a, there's a lot going on. I saw people talking about that game over the week when the State of Play came out and the director's cut was mentioned and they were like, I don't know. I was like, man, you don't know that game. That game goes places. And those places are fun to go. So. I don't know. I think you should play it. I think that's a good game to play. So I, I was pretty anti that game before coming out because it looked like more Kojima bullshit. And I guess in a way it is more Kojima bullshit. Uh, But it's his most well thought out bullshit. Like unlike Metal Gear Solid, where I felt that having the anti-war message mixed with the nonsense that that series brings kind of seemed stupid. Like, I don't know how, what word to use it. It's felt wrong to be like, war is bad. Now here's a missile launcher and shoot this helicopter down. And if you're playing the twin snakes version, springboard off a missile. Um, (laughs) This is the most, uh, concise story he's told and it's really fucking weird (laughs) um yeah the game i think at the beginning is slow for sure but there's interesting plot points and it's not like you're doing nothing the entire time it's not like you're doing random errands uh i think you do a couple but for the most part you are always progressing the story it's just very slow um but once the story sort of starts to speed up halfway, Ken, would you say? Yeah, I'd say it's right. Around, there's like a chapter where the shit kicks in. Yeah. As soon as that happens, it is. If it's not, if it isn't as fast as I think it is, it sure felt fast because I kept wanting to play it because, man, there's just so much to it. And it's so weird and philosophical. In a way that I think people have always told me Kojima is, but I again it was hard to get over the fact that nano machines were basically magic. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think about that game a lot. I, so I have not knowing, stopped thinking about that game since I beat it. Man, just, and he did his research. That's there's a part that like I didn't realize he was referring to actual things in, that have happened in the past um and once i found that out i was like oh fuck that is really good um and that was like just recently i was listening to a totally unrelated podcast about uh the history of earth and i went oh i didn't realize there was that many of those and that was the exact same number um that he was using and it's I don't know. Not only is it like a very personal story for the like character he's written, but it's this really fascinating take on humanity. I I love that game. That that game is something special. And the people that kind of shrug it off as well, it's just walking back and forth. It's like that is what it is early on, and there's stealth elements, but 
towards the end of that game, it basically just becomes the more recent version of Metal Gear Solid where you can definitely just fight head on. Um, you know, you get your guns and everything. So, uh, yeah, I, I love that game. It's probably one of my favorite games of, I guess, last generation now. Um, just because of how weird and wonderful it was. Yeah, I think I think as time goes on, I like that game more. It's it's a weird thing. It is a very weird thing because like if you describe what you do in that game mechanically to somebody, it sounds awful. But you and just it, you just keep doing it, and it works. Yeah, uh, micromanaging weight. And the director's cut, I, I know this means no, nothing to nobody that didn't play it, but in the director's cut you can have the buddy robot, and I'm so fucking there for that. Wait, the buddy robot that you could send out on missions? Yeah, it actually comes with you now. Oh my god. So there's a little, for people that don't play, eventually you can build these little robots that'll do deliveries for you. Uh, only certain ones, like the side quest stuff. Um, But it whistles a little tune when it leaves. Yeah, so now you get to hear that tune as you're walking around. Oh, that's great! It's just it's just literally a platform, like a flat. So, flat did you not watch the legs. trailer, Anthony? No, I I didn't watch the trailer because oh. I can't play it. Oh my god! So they're adding catapults. Oh god! So you can you can catapult your cargo. No, that sounds like a bad idea. It is a bad idea, but you know you would do it. Yeah, I. The 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 only other thing I have to add to to my like my opinions on that game is that um, one if you play that game for some reason you're listening to this and you haven't played it uh, you definitely should go back and watch the two trailers that came out before the game launch the one where um, uh, Norman Reedus is on the beach. And the other one where uh, Guillermo del Toro is like going into the sewer with the baby in his hands. Because those do have some payoff within the game. Um, And two, the use of music twice in that game hits hard. Um, I I remember the first time there was like a sung song. Uh, in in a specific moment, because there's music throughout that you can listen to. Um, but uh, the first time the song I recognized came on, and the use of it, I was like, "Holy shit!" And then at the very end of the game, the last the last walk you do, and the music that plays through that is like heartbreakingly well done. Uh, it's ah man. God, I can't wait to replay this game when this version comes out. <laughs> so, this is only PlayStation. Yeah, it's only well, it's on PC. Right. Uh, but the, the director's cut, cut is only PlayStation yeah. Five. Gotcha. Sorry. Yeah, the the director's cut is only PS Five, as far as I know right now. It'll probably come to PC at some point, but you can play the original game on PC and PlayStation Four or Five. So. Well, I have it on PS4, so... You should play it. Oh, man, just the first time you get into a fight with one of the monsters. The BTs are genuinely creepy. The, the, uh, the nightmare scenario that starts happening as you, you're pulled in, and you're just like, what the fuck is going on? 
Oh, it's so good. Everything in that game is so I, I, good. I, I, here, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I've asked this before, and I'm going to ask it one more time. Is every fucking weird-ass thing in this game explained? Yep. Yes. To where I will understand it. Yep. Not. Well, yeah, user I, may, <laughs> mileage may vary. But... I mean, I, I'm one of those people that sometimes need things explained to me in more detail. And yeah. there were certainly things that I looked up afterwards like, oh, okay, I, I kind of understood that, but I needed a little more clarification. But when when the when the thing rolls at the end and they start running through everything, I was like, okay, I get it. Okay. I get what you were doing. That's clever. That's clever. I like that. That's cool. It's but, none of the, we injected everybody with nanomachines and that's why everybody has uh, no. That's the reason why I was saying like I, I, I had an issue with Metal Gear Solid because for all this serious stuff that he actually is talking about that you know, we should probably think about a little bit more. He's then throwing magic in. Like, you know, you, you forgive Psychomantis a bit because, fuck it, you know, the government did work with trying to make psychics and stuff, but then it's like, vamp. You know, uh, Fortune, She, I know she's wearing a thing, but it's it's dumb. It, it was very, this guy's a bomb expert, but he wears roller skates. It's like, all right. You know, every single piece of the game that I can think of right now of Death Stranding, like they explain pretty much everything. Yeah. There's I, one, <clears throat> there's only one thing in that game that I, I look back upon and go, ugh, and that's the name of a character. And I'm like, that was so campy. Like, that doesn't fit in with this. Like, that is a Metal Gear Solid choice. That is not a, that is not a choice for this game. It, it's too ham-fisted. Um, but, I mean, it's explained. It's just ham-fisted. Right. I literally, I literally said when I, when I reviewed it, and I wasn't nearly as high on it then as I am now. Like, it's gotten better over time. But this is by far Kojima's most coherent story he's ever written. Okay. I mean, I understand the story of Metal Gear. How um, long is it? Oh, it's long. It's pro- I think I spent 40, 40, 40 hours in it. Gotcha. It's 40 hours to do, like, everything, though. Yeah. So, like, you don't, you don't have to... I mean, I, I didn't platinum the game, so I can't say everything, but for, like, doing all of the... Um, the quests or whatever. The deliveries. Like, it's, yeah. The deliveries. It's like, you know, 40 hours. I'm sure it'd be like 60 to platinum it. I'm sure there's specific things I just didn't look into, but... You could um, probably mainline it in 25 to 30. Okay. You'd have to really kick into high gear. And I mean, there's that portion in the mountains. That... <laughs> the, the, the mountains is so... What's the word I'm looking for? It's like so defeating. I think it's supposed to be, but, that, yes. but that's Yeah, that's exactly what they were going for. But man, you felt it, especially when you're climbing up the snow mountains, like the the really. That's the ones I'm talking. Yeah, yeah like that whole sequence. But boy, does it end on a best, fucking best oh. best best snow effects in a video game. Too. Yeah, they're they're real good, unmatched, and like uh, over Red Dead Redemption Two because those were really yeah, good. Yeah, these are yeah, better. Snow effects in Red Dead Two are it, awesome. 
these these are better because I mean you have to physically work your way through it. Unlike Red Dead, you know, like you're having to maintain your your um. Potent, yeah, you don't uh, just posture. push. You don't just push forward. Right. Like there's mechanics to it. That's that's when you realize that um, the zip lines really break that section. Yeah, if you spend the time to build it. That's the other I thing, did. is like there's so many things you can build in that game to make that game more digestible, but you have to commit to spending the time to do that. Yeah, like the road man when when I built a lot of road, baby. <laughs> the people so the way it connected online, like people were helping build structures. And there's a point where I had a like we we were we had built this road, these people like don't know. We had together built this road that went all the way from, like, the entrance to, like, the first, like, pit stop in, like, this one area. And it made that game so much easier just because I would drive the motorcycle, which doesn't lose power when it's on, uh... When it's on the road. On the road. Yep. And, um, I would just drive that thing down the road and it would make delivery so, so much easier. Oh, so good. Just to keep me from like just logging into that game right now, and now that everybody's played it, everything's just built. No, well, it doesn't it work because be everything deteriorates over time. What's that now? Everything deteriorates. Like everything in the world has an expiration date. So if you ah. build a road, there's acid rain. There's this rain that comes down. Time and, fall. Yeah, and it will deteriorate the road because it basically ages the road quicker. Gotcha. Yeah, so it's like, it's meant to be played with people at the same time because yeah, if everything in there was just built, then yeah. Oh, uh, I was, I was just thinking about how like you can holler and hear other porters yell back at you too. I forgot. Hey, hey, hey! hey. Uh, I was thinking more of the, when you watch Timefall hit the ground and you see plants sprout out of the ground, grow fully, and then die. Yeah. Ah, that game is so fucking good. I guess that had that time fall stuff. I, I did see that. I played probably about two and a half hours of that game. I went. I took. All right. I don't think it's a spoiler. I took the president uh, and burned her. Yeah, that's not a spoiler. <laughs> they explain all of the that. first mission. Yeah. yeah, that's the first mission. And then I went back went back into town, and then that's where I stopped. I got that long cutscene with the dude with the mask, and I was like, "Yeah, this is definitely a Kojima game." And then I stopped. By the way, that mask, I think, and now that you said that, that mask is like, I think the only thing that's not really explained in the game. Why is he wearing a mask? Yeah, well, no, it's just the the mask is worn by someone else at one point, and you're just like, why is, why does this mask exist? And fuck you is why. <laughs> it yeah. looks cool. That's the only, Ko- like, I, like I, was, I was saying, like, that's the only Kojima character in this game. Like the Kojima ass Kojima character. What's his name? Die Hardman. Yeah, Die, Die Hard- Hardman. Yeah. And they explain yeah, why it... he's named that too. By the way, just oh yeah, they they do. They he do. Can likes the movie. Yeah. Is that that game? I can't wait to play that game again. That game is a masterpiece. Yeah, it's really good. And like, I I know I made it very clear that I have issues with Kojima, but that game. Goddamn, man. Okay. In the fields. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll do it for Phoenix Down. I don't know. Drew, you will fall in love with that game. Two hours of play, David, I didn't. 
Yeah, well, that's not. Yeah, let oh, me you tell gotta you, get further. Um, you gotta get further than that. When you start unlocking like the ability to make motorcycles, and and the trucks never really work unless there's a road, but the motorcycles or the little robots that whistled the tune, which is so stupid, and I love it. Make sure um, you upgrade your your body skeletons. Those are oh the the body skeleton that allows you to run faster. Yeah. Oh. Uh, there's so much good, and then you run into the um. What's the what are the uh, ex delivery men called? Do you remember Ken? I don't remember the the exact name of them, but I know what you're talking about. Package men, or whatever the fuck they're called. That they only they steal they steal mail just because that's all they know. <laughs> and you can hang out with uh, Jeff Keeley and Conan O'Brien. Right. Yeah, but only Conan O'Brien's voiced by himself. Yeah, Keeley's not voiced by himself, which is really disorienting when you meet him. Keeley isn't. Junji Ito isn't. Um, oh man, there's so many people that when you look at them, you're like, I know that person. Uh, the the neither is uh, was it Jordan Voight Roberts, the guy that's directing the Metal Gear Solid movie? Oh yeah, that actually happens, and he stops fanboying. Sit here talking about this game. I think about. Deliveries I made, like the married couple delivery. God, that mission was so good. Oh. All right, we need to move on. Drew, you need yeah. to play that game. And I understand that. My thing is, is like there's so many Kojima things in it that that like I'm I'm over them now. No, they're but all him, they're him all drinking like... only Monster Energy drink. That disappears eventually. Yeah, that becomes a fades in the background. Alright, we got a couple tweets, then we'll get out of here. Mookie says, I gotta agree with Drew here. Five Guys is good, but it's overpriced. I can make my own and save more than half the cost, but I still love Five Guys, but not as much as Burger Fuel. Burger Fuel? I don't know what that I've is. I've never even heard of your Burger Fuel. It's got a Twitter mm-hmm. account. Let me bring it up. Official. This is officially official Burger Fuel Twitter page. It's a restaurant. There's a picture of it here. I don't know. Burger Fuel. I would try it. I love me a good burger. Me too. Uh, uh, Shogun Beat says, The rumor is that Microsoft is still looking at buying NetherRealm Studio. Uh, I got upset because I don't want Mortal Kombat to be exclusive, but then I thought about it. Sony made the last Street Fighter exclusive and added nothing of value. This exclusive war is stupid. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um. I was going to report on this rumor, but then I saw WB made a statement saying that it was uh, not true. So, mm. Which I'm glad, because I don't want Mortal Kombat to be exclusive to any console. I don't care what it is. So, yeah, the rumor was floating around that they were selling, they were shopping around TT Games and NetherRealm Studios, and Microsoft was in talks to purchase them. So, Chase? Purchase. Keep Mortal Kombat multiplat and uh, King of Fighters. Props to you. Fourteen was exclusive to PlayStation. Now it's on everything. And uh, please, Capcom, make Street Fighter Six on everything. Yeah. Uh, his last tweet says, "Have you guys seen Black Widow yet? No spoilers, but I think the Marvel magic is starting to disappear." Ooh. No, I haven't. Uh, we did finish up uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That was a rather boring series until the end. Yeah. And we just started Loki. Loki's very boring. 
I like Loki, actually. Really? I find it so just kind of boring. I really like the whole time-traveling aspect of it. Oh. I don't know. I have not got into Loki. I heard this latest episode, which, fucking hilarious, it's the penultimate. There's only one more left. Yeah. It was actually really good. I liked WandaVision. I thought that was good. I didn't mind WandaVision. I thought it was fine. Um, I... I mean, I know me and you has talked about it. If you want to watch a comic book TV show, check out Sweet Tooth. That is fantastic. Yeah, it took me forever to get you to watch that. It's so fucking good. I couldn't convince my wife to watch it. She said because the kid looked creepy. He does look creepy, but man, that show is so good. Yeah, it's really good. I can't wait for season two of that. I'm, I'm invested as hell into that show. Is it going to have a season two? Because you saw the Jupiter's Legacy. Yeah, no. Netflix is fickle about their things, but I've, I after that ending, I really need a season two. Yeah. I watched that Resident Evil thing. Did you watch that? No. No, it's okay. Do you? I mean, is it just kind of like a standalone thing? Or? Yeah, it's four episodes, like two hours. Basically, should have just been a movie. Yeah. So. Um, I have not seen Black Widow, um, but I have heard kind of the same scuttlebutt online, that it's not great. I, how do they go from here? How how do they really go from here? Because I feel like they've, they've had really good success with their TV shows. Their TV shows have been better ways to convey the story, I think, in some aspects, because... If you think about it, you've gotten a ton of content in the span of six months, whereas the Marvel movies, God, what are those now? How long did it take to complete that Avengers phase? Uh, uh, ten years? Ten years, That's like a that. long time to invest. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like we're not going to get that many blockbuster movies with the Marvel stuff much anymore. Well, I mean, until they bring in the big guns. Well, what are the big guns? X-Men. That's my problem. So they're, so they're going to straight up just bring an X-Men into the Marvel Universe? I mean, they've got them now, so why wouldn't they? They yeah, will, 100%. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how? How would they even do that? Well, I mean, do another origin story? I mean, you don't have to necessarily do an origin story, but I mean, no spoilers. You know, comic books, you know. Magneto's kids are in the Marvel Universe. True, but they've already... Confirmed that they aren't mutants. Well, I mean, they, they <laughs> had to because it. they owned the the word. Yeah, but I mean, are they just going to retcon that? Uh, I mean, if you're going to bring mean, them they've in, they changed well, actors be, on certain characters. So yeah, and to be fair, didn't they? Didn't they make those two characters specifically not um, mutants in the comics too? Somewhat recently, did they? think they did is don't they have like the um the thing going on in the comics right now where they they have the island or whatever it is that's for mutants with with the doctor and his last name is monroe moro if you're gonna (laughs) make the joke get it right (laughs) um i don't know i'm probably talking out of my ass i I, I don't know. know about it like halfway so I, I might as well just shut up about it because I don't know. 
I'm I'm very yeah, I'm very interested to see how this next phase of Marvel goes because a lot of it is uninteresting to me, but to be fair, when they announced they were doing like the Avengers and Thor back in the day, I wasn't really interested in that either. Yeah. Um, but it turned out really good. So I, I think part of their issue right now is that one, they have to almost start with a completely new set of characters and they want to keep the uh they want to keep the flow going of well you love our characters but it's like but you need to make us love these characters like i who gave a shit about iron man back really? when it came I out did. nobody but exactly they well sure but you're you're a marvel fan yeah yeah but he wasn't like top tier he wasn't he was an asshole in the comics like by that point he had already wanted to um Oh God! What is it? Uh, Civil War. He wanted to do the yeah. mutant um, registration program. Registration yeah, program. That. Thank you. Yeah. So, like, he was an asshole, and it wasn't like he was the hero and stuff. And they barely touched upon that in the movies, and I'm not upset about that. Um, you know, he wasn't the same person in the movies, but they made you like that character. Um, they and they somehow they managed to do that with Thor too. Like you know, all these characters that weren't their top tier characters at Marvel, um, because they didn't have X Men, they didn't have Fantastic Four, and they didn't have Spider Man, and they made you love these characters as much as Spider Man, as much as well Fantastic Four is kind of dropped off, but as much as X Men, um, and I feel like now they're just like, well, you like these characters because they were standing next to the characters you loved, and it's like that's not how you got here in the first place. You really have to justify why these characters are great on their own. Um, I think that's part of the reason why, and I mean, part of it's just pure sexism, but uh, why people didn't fall in love with Captain Marvel the same way. Because it's just like, well, you know, she's been integrated the whole time. And it's like, not really, not really, you know, like make like there's there's so many ways to make this character feel important without, you know, having her importance tied to events that are currently going on. And I don't know. It's just I understood why they had to introduce Spider-Man that way, but I I I will how say they're handling that, it's kind of poor. I will say that the next Marvel TV show that they're doing, I'm 100 percent on board with. Is that what if? What, what if? if? Yeah. yeah, it looks awesome. I always loved what if comics though. So isn't fucking Howard the Duck one of the episodes? Yes. 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 That's why I'm in 100. percent That makes, that makes his second or third appearance. I fucking love Howard the Duck. Don't you? Don't you come at me, bro. He's made four cameos or three cameos in the Marvel three movies, cameos. Yeah. and I'm every time I see him, I'm like, "Yeah, Howard the Duck." Apparently, oh. what if uh, Chadwick Boseman actually voiced that part? That That's was cool. the last thing he did. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I I want to care about the Marvel movies, but I'm very interested to see how this next phase goes because I mean, obviously, it's got Blade in it, but I don't. I feel weird Blade being. Not already. I was gonna say anyone but Wesley Snipes. Also, anyone but Wesley Snipes. But the guy they got playing him is is excellent. Is it? Oh, I can't. I'm sorry. I don't want to mispronounce his name. Um, you'd know him if you saw him. He's been in a ton of stuff. I'll look him up. Yeah, he's really, really good though. Like everything I've seen him in is really, really good. Um, but um. 
like a lot of the other stuff they're doing in the next phase, not being a Marvel person, I have very little interest in it. But like I said, I didn't have a ton of interest in the Avengers until these movies came out. So, yeah, I know who you're talking about. What's his name? Don't make me pronounce that. Okay, sorry. I know that's how, that's why I feel bad. I'm like I don't want to say his name because I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Mahershala Ali. Shala Ali. Yeah. Wasn't he in Luke Cage? Yes, that's right. He was um, Copperhead, or what was the Cottonmouth? Cottonmouth. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, he's a he's a wonderful actor. What are they ever doing with those characters? Nothing. Yeah, uh, they might bring the characters back, but that has nothing to do with this now. Yeah, yeah. didn't I hear that the Daredevil character is going to make a, an appearance in? Is it the new Spider-Man? Maybe. From they're my understanding, the, they're doing multiverse in that. So yeah, yeah, from, yeah. From my understanding, he might appear, but like it's not necessarily the same one either. It's weird. I mean, we're we're there now because you know Keaton's going to appear in the Flash movie. Fucking. Both Spider-Mans, I guess, are going to be in the next Spider-Man movie. <laughs> yep. Such yeah, a weird thing, man. I, I'm still waiting for that to actually be confirmed. What? Which Spider-Mans are Andrew going to be Garfield and, and Tobey Maguire. Yeah, Tobey Maguire. Really? Yeah, they're doing yeah. the... I mean, have you caught up on the Spider-Man movies? I am not. I haven't seen any of them. Okay. So. Yeah, they, you'll understand why when you see those movies, but yeah. I, I noticed that there are things happening in Loki that could possibly have a lot of this stuff. Yeah, Loki kind of builds off of that. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. like all of that stuff is intertwined. So yeah. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm all right. Let's let's do this. I mean, I'll watch them when they hit Disney Plus. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. Like I, it's I've been there since the beginning. I saw the first Iron Man in the theater. You know, like I'm I'm there. I I don't know. I just really wish they could get their act together with DC and do the exact same thing. Yeah, I mean, well, to be fair, the last three or so DC movies have been really good, and I hope they kind of continue that path. Well, you got Suicide Squad, what, next month? Yeah, Suicide Squad's in August, and then I think Shazam and Black Adam and The Flash are next, and they're filming Aquaman 2, so... Just don't know. I, I, I we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. you guys. It, it, does anybody on this show watch the Harley Quinn show? I watched the first season. I think. I've been meaning to. I saw some no. clips of Bane from that show, and it seems hilarious. Oh, he's so. absolutely the best thing about that show. Him and King my, Shark. My, I, I've seen the sequence where she picks up the ray gun and shoots it at a guy, and it's just. It's a cancer ray. Why would you even? Why would that even be made? That show is He's like I'm just going to go home and spend time with my family, and he just puts down his gun and leaves. The shows that they've done, well, that they did for the DCU, were really good. Harley Quinn's really good. Titans is excellent. If you haven't seen that, it's now on HBO Max. Drew, so you should watch that. Uh, and Doom Patrol was really good. Swamp Thing was not good. <laughs> It didn't last. No, it died, and there's a reason for it. Um, but Titans is by far my favorite. Like, that show is really good. Um, and season three is coming up soon. I'm excited because they introduced um, 
Well, I don't want to spoil it for you. Okay. They introduced a, a new character at the end of season two. Good guy or villain? Good guy. Okay. Once, uh, once they explained why Starfire looked like she did, like the actual outfit, I was fine with it. But boy, the before that show came out, I was like, "What did they do to this character?" <laughs> yeah, they made her look like a cheap. And she ends up being my favorite character. She's a great character. She really is. Oh, uh, she, like oh, fuck that worst worst picture to ever release. <laughs> yep. Anyway, um. That's it for um, this week. Uh, oh, go ahead. Go uh, ahead. I was just going to say, I'm hoping that uh, since the DVD releases on Tuesday, I'm hoping the Mortal Kombat makes its way back to HBO Max this week. Yeah, I, uh, I've been. I didn't get to watch it. I'm very. I've. I've been like. I know that it's overpriced right now because I'm going to buy it to own digitally. But it, it took so much willpower not to pay the twenty five dollars for it for the past couple weeks because it's got um, deleted scenes and director mm-hmm. commentary on iTunes, and I'm like, I want to watch that shit, but I know that it's going to be down to like 15 bucks in a couple weeks. I just need to wait. Well, I, I, the thing I read said that it was coming back to HBO Max after the DVD released, but it didn't say when, so it, I'm hoping it's... It'll be within like a month. Right after. It'll be within a month, because that's when Wonder Woman came back to HBO Max. Gotcha. So. Yeah, because I didn't get to see it, so... <sighs> I liked it. I know a lot of people had issues with it, but I'm like, dude, you do realize the source material, right? It's supposed to be this fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, That's it for this week. Uh, If you want to send us emails, it's podcasts at ztgd.com. If you'd like to send us some tweets, it's at M4G podcast on Twitter. Uh, you can follow all of us. Uh, I am at ZTGD. Ryan is at Wombat RP. Drew is at DMF Fury. And Anthony is at Complacent Robot. You can also check out Phoenix Down starting Yakuza Kiwami 2 um, next week. Yep. So check that show out as well. Um, but unless anybody has anything else, we'll get out of here. Here's Beatrice. Alrighty. And it goes something like this. <laughs>